We're back. We're back. back. Slow news week, though. Yeah, guys. What a friggin' week. You have totally. If you followed this show from inception, you have seen Mo on a roller coaster of political (laughs) ideology. Hold on tight. We have seen him go from Bernie Sanders level liberal. Bernie Sanders multiple time donor. (laughs) (laughs) I think I gave Bernie like 40 or 60 bucks or like total. I think there was a a point in time where you were, you know, basically saying you were behind Trump uh, with everything aside from COVID. And now you are losing your fucking mind this week. So, so what's interesting is like, actually, I don't have any like emotion in the game at all this week. Well, it's more just like I'm loving the chaos and then like the, the news cycle of like what's going on. Like even when Trump was up the first night, I was like, wow, that's wild. But by no means was I like upset about it at all. I mean, via text, you seemed like you've been fired up. I am definitely fired up. Just you, I love, Mo, you, like, you, I love you could news. have fooled me. You could have fooled me. I thought you were just kind of flipping the script again and, and going to no, the other side no, again. No, not, not at all. That's kind of what I was like, getting too. Like you, even now, like by no means I'm like, oh, I'm holding my breath, hoping Biden wins. I just can't believe, even though I a hundred percent predicted like the crazy back and forth, I just can't believe it's actually playing out like as messy as it is. That's more what my reactions to. Yeah. Like, so, this is wild, dude. Where do, we, where do we stand now? So, what do you say about Arizona, Adam? Is Biden holding on to a lead or is Trump? No, Biden has the lead. Yeah, okay. Although, if, you listen, to, if you listen to the uh, recent um, press conference, you would have thought that Trump's going to win Arizona, but it doesn't seem to be going that way for him. Yeah, he it didn't look good. In, no. That county no. that they're, you know, drawing a lot of the votes from, I don't think is in. I think it was favorite. Phoenix, like the county Phoenix is in. Pretty much every major city in a lot of these states. Same with Nevada. If you look at a map of Nevada, you look at Reno, Reno, and you look at around like the area of Las Vegas, and those are just straight blue. And literally, eighty-five percent of the entire map is is red. But it just doesn't matter because that's where the people are. Yeah, Erica was saying that. She's like, "How does this make any sense?" And I was like, "You know, those two little areas, yeah, are just you know the most populated." You think of you think of Nevada? Yeah, they're like you know. What the fuck? We know Vegas and everybody else is a meth head in yeah. a trailer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. e- even Pennsylvania. Look at a map of Pennsylvania. Look at a map yeah. of Georgia. Look at a map of North Carolina. It's is all it the same. Is half of Pennsylvania like Amish country? Yeah, yeah, a well, good portion half, of it. But I mean, I mean there's not, good, but a yeah, chunk. A good, good chunks, portion of yeah. it. Yeah, but if you look around Pittsburgh, you look around Philadelphia, just straight blue. So, yeah. so straight blue. L- let's talk about this. I guess before we get into the current like status, I want to hear what was your guys reaction to how things played out on election night and into the following morning because it obviously played out very different than everybody expected yeah yeah i mean i I was surprised i was definitely surprised i mean it looked like trump was you know i was paying more attention to like the betting odds because those seemed to like people just seemed to uh you know believe in those as more of a measure of the likelihood i think is fair like vegas doesn't lose yeah, no, and like no, Trump at one point in the night, Tuesday night, it was like, you know, minus 600. Yeah, dude, and it I was, was significant. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, is this actually going to happen? 
That's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah, like, I was like, because I, I did the same thing. And this is, I guess, the whole point of this entire election is I did the same thing last time where I was like, nah, like that's, it's not going to actually happen. Like there's no way. And then I woke up in the middle of the night just yeah. totally shocked. I think everybody felt that way. I think that was a consensus across the country. Yeah. And it's the same thing with thing with this year. I mean, I was pretty surprised too. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I bought into the polls, but I didn't think they were 100% accurate, but I thought they'd be somewhat accurate. Yeah. Like like that blue wave that everyone's been talking about, you know, I mean, just crashing over. Further off. I, <laughs> yeah, I think there were, there were five those points people need off to lose, on the national. And those then people off. need to lose their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the polling, you, in, the polling industry is dead after this election. You're over yeah, two. It just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. you're, you're obviously just polling people who, you know, obviously, like, Trump voters aren't talking to pollsters. Clearly obviously. not. It, well, I it, think it, the it, only it people are back. who are, are white suburbanites. Yeah. And I think it yeah. comes back to that silent majority of the people that don't want to say, admit that they're voting for Trump. They don't. Or, they don't or just say, like, fuck this system. Like, I'm not going to talk to a fucking pollster. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that this is two straight elections where they couldn't have been more wrong. I so, thought I saw a a fucking poll. Now I don't know because there's a bunch of companies that do it. Um, but there was a poll that said Wisconsin to Biden by seventeen percent. Yeah, I saw I saw double digits for, in, for Biden in Wisconsin for sure. And it was, you know, like a lot of states, fucking neck and neck. It was down to like a percent. Yeah, I think it's I think crazy. he won by like a percent, right? right. Something it's like crazy. something crazy like that. Crazy. So yeah, yeah the numbers in Wisconsin: Biden won forty nine point six percent, Trump won forty eight point nine. So, so less than a percentage point. Close. And once again, 0. same 5. deal. You look at a map of Wisconsin; it's the same story for every state for the most yeah. part. Oh yeah, I mean that's no surprise, right? Cities are going to vote down. No, no, it's crowd. not. But it is. Suburb, it's it's yeah. interesting. I mean, I. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because I, we haven't been, we haven't had as many like graphics and, and different ways of following the election that we had, than we've had in the past two elections. But I mean, it is, it is pretty crazy to see like just that, that line in the sand where if you, if you're in a rural area, you're almost guaranteed to be red. And if you're in an urban area, you're almost guaranteed to be blue. Yeah. And it's just, and that's so consistent. Like there's not one major state that is any different than that they're all no. again they're all florida has exact the big same counties formula. um you know and I, I don't i don't fucking know like where they were i don't know what cities were around there but there was a uh, a graphic that i saw that you know because um somebody that you know was a trump supporter showed a map you know of the country and all the states that were red and you know was trying to use it as like a hey look at how successful you know, uh, Trump is and yada, yada. And yeah, you know, someone was like, well, it's not a really good representation if you break it out. And they did it like with these little circles, these little bubbles as to, you know, true population, you know, and there's very, very small dots all, you know, in those suburban areas throughout For the country sure. and Midwest. Mm -hmm. And then there's big blue circles, you know, it, it, where you would expect them to be. Yeah. Did, did you guys see that? Um, and I guess Trump referenced in his press conference, but he cleaned the floor, mopped the floor, whatever the hell the saying is. Mop the floor. <laughs> mop the floor. He cleaned I guess that they're floor. Both. It was fucking spotless. <laughs> with, with minorities. Oh, yeah. So, he did much better than last More non-white votes than any Republican president 
in history, I think. I don't understand that though. Jamel Hill said if the, if he was reelected, it's, it's all, all the white, white people's fault. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, lady, you're not paying attention. But I'm like, that's very interesting to me. I, I look at like that turnout and then the middle class kind of like populist middle of the country, Ohio and all these other states. I think like what could make these people want to vote Republican? And it's got to just be like the social being socially conservative or they the Democrats are really that unattractive to the large majority of America. Unless you're a suburban white person, you don't care about anything the Democrats are talking about with their empty promises and stuff. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, Crystal was, you know, trying to dispel this theory and she obviously knows more than we'll ever know, but you know, she doesn't really believe in the idea that the radical wing of the party really hamstrung, you know, uh, or continues to hamstring the establishment, you know, because people get caught up in, you know, what AOC says and what the squad says and liken that to what someone like Joe Biden will run on. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden now is for, you know, he, he cast a campaign against both one side of his party and against the entire, you know, Republican Party. So I, I think there's Do you some guys truth believe that, that. I, there's got to be some truth to that. I yeah, mean, I, I think there's some truth to it, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, we we know that Joe Biden is, you know, what do they call him? A neoliberal or whatever. You know, yeah. he's, he's a he's a fairly moderate dude. Yeah, um, that Not doesn't really want to do. All. Yeah, it doesn't want to <laughs> do anything radical, really. Um, no. But there's that whole, you know, other side of his party that, you know, is ultra progressive and loud. So I think it works against them. But I, I think part of it does. I think the populist part of it. And I think we need to like, if I'm the Democratic Party moving forward, you can separate populist from socialists like trump ran a populist campaign twice and kicked your ass everywhere but the suburbs kicked your ass once in the election and we'll probably democrats probably win this time but it's very clear the populist message is resonating with middle america yeah but the hill would say that he didn't really run on a populist message this time around like yes he definitely didn't as much as he did the last time but much more of a populist message than biden who kind of just came in with nothing to say he said i'd wear a mask it was just an anti-trump campaign yeah Yeah. exactly which you know which isn't what you kind of need which isn't not effective i mean i don't think it was yeah i don't think it was a bad i think it was only effective in the suburbs where he got the votes like and clearly, I, I, yeah. I've, I see it as the people who are really struggling in America, the people in the middle of the country and minorities, to them, they care about a lot of things more than this president's an asshole. They actually care about things like jobs and having income and all of that type of stuff that just kind of got totally overlooked by the Democrats. There was no substance to anything they ran on for the last two elections other than we're not Donald Trump. Yeah, and they run on a lot of the social stuff. But they don't really. Like, Biden had very few social things in his campaign, or, like, even very liberal things in his campaign. Yeah, he didn't run on them per se, but, you know, if if they were challenged, usually they 
you know, especially this Yeah, summer. if he was forced to answer you know I mean? based on, you know, things, things going on. It took him a while, like, right. It took him a while, if you remember, to come out and condemn the violence. Now, do I yeah. think Joe Biden, you know, wanted that violence? Of course not. But, yeah. you know, he's just trying to play the game. He's like, do I just shut up and not say anything and kind of just take a step back yeah. and don't get in the way? Sometimes less is more. And I, I think yeah. he, didn't, he didn't speak up until he absolutely had to. Right, until people said, dude, what the right until it yeah, started like, to affect is someone him gonna negatively. say something yeah, yeah exactly yeah and i think we would all agree i don't think they ran an effective campaign they won or will win but if you ran against anybody who wasn't donald trump in this election oh, i think they would have got the floor smoke smoked, yeah. dude and they, they were what was all these polls they're gonna take the senate they're gonna double their oh yeah um lead yeah. In, the, in the house and they did absolutely none of it yeah, that's I what mean, we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, right? Is like all these, uh, you know, what ifs about if they sweep, like, what does that shit look like? Like, yeah, you know, is he going to pack the court? You know what I mean? Are they going to chuck the filibuster? All that shit. I mean, that was in play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not going to happen now. And, and, and one thing I found interesting that's kind of annoyed me is that, you know, obviously colleagues of mine have discussed what's been going on. Yeah. I've only been talking about the election with my students. So like, it's just been election central. Sure. Really? Include your class right now. Yes. How old is your history teacher? I get it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's current events. The kids are into it. The kids like li- really were actually following it. So actually it was great. It was, I could actually talk about something and they wouldn't fall asleep. So it was perfect. How old are they? But they're the ones I have are 13 and 14. Okay. Which is funny because, like, I mean, try to think. When we were 13 and 14, what was that? 2000. That was Bush's first. So he was, yeah, towards the end of his first term as president okay. going into his second term. Do you guys remember being remotely interested in what was going on in politics no. at that time? I remember uh, the contestion. I, what's wrong with me lately? I can't, I can't use the fucking in, uh, Oh, uh, Gore, Gore Bush. Yeah, I remember that being yeah. a headline, but I definitely okay. didn't follow the yeah, election. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, really? Anyway, you remember that being a headline at fucking. Oh yeah, eight, dude. I remember that. Nine years old. I do. Yeah, because because it was the same deal. The president wasn't determined for days after. Yeah, it was a yeah, while. No, it was over a month. Yeah, it was December days. when they event officially. Yeah. That's insane. But anyway, so like my my original point was talking to people who, again, in, when you work in schools, it's predominantly liberal. I mean, that's just normal. And the majority of people that brought it up and I, I, you know, and I voted for Biden, you know, whatever. And, and it's not something I would like gloat about, but there's a lot of people who I work with that gloat about that stuff. Yeah. And one of the things that they kept saying was how disappointed they were in the populace. There's like, Oh man, like, like shame. On I, you I saw guys. a lot of people post that shame on, on you all for, you know, for, for supporting Trump. And like you look at Rhode Island, just using that as an example. I don't know if you guys saw the percentages. No. Guess, guess, how, much of the, guess how much of the vote Biden got. Just guess. 55, 60. 60%. That's it. Yeah. I was I mean, shocked. That, but, but I was again, absolutely, he, got, he got more votes in Rhode Island. Trump got more votes in Rhode Island this year than he did in 2016. So wow. – so my, my point was in my head when I'm hearing everyone saying, oh, I'm so like, shame on you all. Like, like I'm getting on their fucking high horses. Yeah. Like, oh, shame yeah. on you guys for, for supporting someone like Trump. And I said, well, guys, shouldn't we be thinking about the Democratic Party and their whole po- process and how they royally fucked up and Again. almost lost this election? 
Like, like, yeah. No, they, but they, they don't. don't. All they think no, about. No, I know they don't, but I'm just saying, is... like, it's just, it's amazing to me. Like, like you're sitting here, like, judging these people. Like, maybe think about the policies that, that both sides are putting forward. And maybe, just maybe, not everyone's an idiot. And maybe people truly, maybe are not caring as much about the personality. And like you guys said, more about the policy. Yeah. Yeah, it was just I, really annoying. It was like, it made me, and I don't like to talk about that stuff in work, you, and I, I don't. Yeah, no, yeah, but, yeah. But, but some people are very open about it. Oh, yeah. It I saw the same shit. Super, like, just That's annoyed. All we saw all over social media was, I saw, I, I'm not kidding, 10 articles on the news app from various publishers saying how concerning it is how many people voted for Trump. And it's like, people want to cast Trump and this you know that party for the divisiveness of the country and why it's so divided but it's just as much these fucking psychopaths yeah who all they care about is their beliefs and if you don't believe exactly what they believe you're in, wrong you're you a racist you're an you're racist you're sexist exactly. yeah all exactly those. like so that, it's, that's it's, what these people who just have no perspective need to realize okay if 65 million people just voted for this guy, including 68 million, 68 million, including way more minorities, way more women, way more working class Americans than Democrats, maybe you need to put yourselves in their shoes for an, a day to see what are the challenges they're facing that would make them do this. And I promise it's not because they're assholes. Some of them, but I'm sure a lot of oh, them, it's the, the, not because they're There's assholes. a good portion of them that are just, you know, crazy people. And, and it's but, not always about what, what challenges am I facing and how does the government help or me? Or what it's their priorities just, are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's a but, like, I bet you there was a ton of black voters that probably didn't say it, but said, you know what? I know um, Joe Biden wrote the crime bill that put tens of millions of black people in prison. Yeah. Like fuck that guy and Kamala Latinos who very yeah you know strict on that shit in California right um, Latinos saying you know although Trump says build the wall he's actually out campaigning to us mm-hmm. and trying to like get our buy in and support as right. the Democrats and just ignore us and try and take us for granted as we're going to vote for which them. they've been taking minorities for granted and when it comes to voting forever well they just they just lost them yeah I that's, mean if you're huge. a Latino like why wouldn't you vote for Trump. Yeah, unless he tore apart your family, that'd be the only reason I could I could see that. Unless you put you unless you put your kids in a cage or I something. I mean, you really maybe you might be voting if you were an illegal immigrant. That guy. I guess you're. I guess you're right. If you're if you're illegal, you can't vote. In Joe Biden's America, think, you'll be able to. Yes. Oh, I don't even abs- think you can vote if you're on a green spades. card. Can you? You have to be oh, a resident, right? No, I I they're I think they've already like uh, now. This is gonna just be be talking out my ass, but. Um, I believe it's it's much easier to vote than we think. And I know that that's something that that side runs on, which is honestly like one of the bigger issues, in my opinion, is they want to allow someone to come into the country legally, even if they're seeking asylum, right? I mean, God, that would just be the most awful situation for a person ever. But they just want someone, and you know how that system would get abused. They want someone to come in here get uh, free health care, have the right to vote, you know what I mean? Uh, not allowed to be deported back to the country. It, it's like you're fucking over all the legal immigrants that come yeah. here the right way looking for a job and a fresh start. Like, why would you ever come over legally or, you know, ever again if they're going to 
relax those policies and right. relax like, what, What's the incentive? Like why? Yeah. So if I'm why go through all that painstaking effort and yeah. to to do that? And I'm raising my family here. You know, you're like, dude, I did it the right way. Like, fucking, I don't want my job getting taken from someone that comes here. Not the right way. Or, or not even that, but job. it's not fair that they should get shortcuts, right? Yeah, same, it, same thing, right? I mean, Yeah, like even if you think about like our families, they all came from immigrants, and all of our grandparents started as working class, started with nothing in their pockets to build a family and a household. And I think, so I, I Googled it as you were talking, Ty, so you need to be a resident, U.S. resident to vote. So that means you've been in the U.S. for a while. So I bet you a lot of these Latino and minority voters are probably maybe first generation, but second generation Latinos who saw the same thing and said, yeah. I saw my, my dad work three jobs or my mom work three jobs to support us so we can have this right to vote. Like, I'm not going to give this away for a bunch of illegals. So maybe, maybe that's part of it too. I mean, you just need to have some critical thought and get beyond emotion. Like emotion just wants you to say, I feel terrible for those people. So I want to give them as much as I could, you know, as we could possibly give them. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I understand that, but can you think two steps down the road and like understand who that may impact? You know what I mean? And what, what could be the negative side of doing that? Right. But no, they refuse. All they say is I only want to do things that make me feel good about myself mm-hmm. that I can say I voted Democrat because you know what I mean? I, I care uh, about people. That's essentially what Adam's getting to, right? Is, you know, people are n- coming out, especially now saying, you know, we're good people. We voted yeah. Democrat. We voted yep. for Joe Biden. They can and go to bed and sleep at night very well person. knowing. Yeah. 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 That, that's essentially what it is. And it's just very disheartening to hear like smart people that I work with, that I respect, that to hear people, hear them just like saying like, just shame on all of all 68 million of of you who decided that you thought trump was the better option shame you, on you do you think adam i mean you're in the system do you think there's any chance that that sentiment in them that anger in them doesn't bleed into what they talk about with their students at all oh i know it does right so yeah, now you're influencing I, I, our worked, children yeah i've worked with people who and I, and I, and I do this all, I mean, I've had students ask me, who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote for? And I, I don't talk about that stuff. Like I'll talk about, like when I said I was covering the election, I'm looking at the maps. We did a whole thing on the electoral college. We explained how it works and, you know, so they can understand what they're important. looking at. Yeah. Super important. Dude, most yeah. adults don't know how the electoral college work. Exactly. These are, these are so the like, same ones who are posting this shit on Facebook. Actually, I don't think Donald Trump knows how the electoral college works. Either, <laughs> I, don't but, so. <laughs> I don't think he knows that votes are votes have been counted after election day for a long time. But besides the point, I, I've worked with teachers that will literally have full conversations about the you know the the liberal mindset that they have, and yeah. they'll just give that to everyone. I just think that's so inappropriate for kids that age. If it's if dangerous, if, it's dangerous. Now, if this is high school, like senior year or like college, okay, that's different. They're pretty much adults at that point, or they are adults in college. Whatever, they're old enough to make their own opinion and, and make their own path. Whatever it is, these are 12, 13 year old kids who don't know shit about any of this stuff and they only get stuff they're they're politically socialized because of their cultures their parents where they're from where they live all that stuff that and they don't know enough so to to be sitting there and telling them this is the wrong way to think you need to think the way i'm telling you yeah is so outrageously wrong 
And, but I hear it all the time. It happens all the time. And I'm shocked that that stuff doesn't get back to parents. I think just parents just don't give a shit. Some of them don't even care. Like some of the, they don't know what's going on with their kids in, in general, most of them. But I, I, I'm surprised, especially in a place like I work, you know, on the Western side of Cranston, it's a lot more affluent. Parents are more, some tend to be more invested in their kids' educations and they would be like upset if like, Oh, this teacher's. I mean, I would too that. if I found. I would that be out. too. Yeah, yeah, I would be too. I would. I would hope that most parents. The same are, way so. you would be, and and again, like we only have to say this just so it's on record. But I would be the same way if my kid was coming home saying like, "How? Oh, fucking dad! You know, what? I, I wanted to ask you about this. I heard in school today about that socialist Joe Biden. You know what I mean? I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, you know? no, it's bad, and it happens. It happens all over the." place and it's so it's irresponsible like, like, like so irresponsible. adam right so adam's a good teacher right he's, he's talking about things like the electoral college and just uh, from an educational standpoint right here's how exactly. it works here's yeah, what it the looks facts. Like. Yes. yeah don't you think that one of those fucking lunatics does that and then says here's why it's unfair and here's why you know you should believe in a yeah. national popular vote Right. Here's why we, here's why we should abolish the electoral college. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sure that happens. I mean, and if you think that doesn't happen, then you're kind of fucking. And I just, I think perfect world it wouldn't, but come on, we we are, we all know that. Yeah. And and I don't think it's just a politics thing. I think it's just so few people have the ability to look at anything in life objectively. They're so self-centered and look through their perspective as the only right perspective. Cause you could present the argument of, should we have the electoral college? Or should we award the winner to the national um, vote, populist vote winner with the pros and cons of both and have a debate about it? Sure, absolutely. But but most people don't talk that way or think that way, whether it's politics or it's what it's, here's what it is, I'm right, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's intentional, but they're ego-driven conversations. Exactly. And it's like, here's a, ooh perfect opportunity for me Make to spread me my influence. Yeah. It's like, look, I helped all 20 of these kids today or whatever it is in that class. I feel good about myself because I told yeah. them the right way to think, which is total bullshit. Let these kids think for the, for themselves. I'm not saying any of them aren't going to eventually think that way in the future. I'm sure but, they will anyway. Cause there's exactly. a, a million you know other let, influences. Let yeah. them think, let, let them, let them figure it out. Yeah. Nope. That's not, not, not our job anymore. Our job is to facilitate. World. Yeah, I know. I, you're right. You're right. Cause nowadays, like, you know, we have people who, if you don't think what they think and it's slightly off from what they think, then you are labeled as all the things we said before, racist, sexist, and it's like misogynistic, all that, all that shit. Yeah. You know, it's that self-fulfilling belief that Jared was talking about that, you know, they feel like it's on them. Yeah. That, that I, I see, you know, there's a lot of young teachers uh, that we know that we went to high school with. Um, and it's, it's honestly one of the most like uncomfortable things ever. The, these, the, they're young girls uh, who have now, you know, entered the workforce as teachers. And they're, they post pictures of kids all the time in class. I see that too. Oh, yeah. It's God, very, that... very uncomfortable and super uncomfortable, dude. Yeah. Exactly what you're talking about. And like, you know, they're, they post shit about, like I saw, um, someone posts you know something about uh, like little essays that you know kids uh wrote and you know it's all about like you know um global warming and you know uh making college less expensive and like all these weird things that like as a seventh grader we never thought about at all and those aren't like their thoughts like we said those are you know they may be their parents thoughts or whatever 
But it's or like, something what are they we, write what on are social we, media. Yeah. yeah, like, what are we doing that a seventh grader is, is talking about, you know what I mean, they, that they would prosecute, you know, they want to, I mean, it's all things that, like we said, it, it's not bad things, but it's just weird. If I were the president, I would fix ed- our education system, make college less expensive. I would also not allow any form of racism uh, and have stricter <laughs> rules against violence. As president, I would help the major issues of global warming uh, and many environmental problems. Healthcare is also a big problem because of additional fees. So I would make it affordable for I would love everyone. to know how old the kids are that wrote yeah, this. Because right. I guarantee grade you students. they don't, they don't know what healthcare is or what I mean. how much college costs. That's I guarantee I mean. like, you. Those just sound like, you know, democratic talking points. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bet you that teacher wrote those talking points on the whiteboard. So yeah, that, that's yeah. what I was kind of getting to. Right? Yeah. Most seventh graders that I've taught or most students are usually either at grade level, barely in terms of reading and comprehension or well below it. So that does not sound like something you just come up with off the top of your head. That's definitely, the, you know, something that's shoved into their brains and they're yeah. just regurgitating it. So the point I was trying to make was these teachers get caught up in, believing that they are the people on the front lines that are able to mold the young minds into what you know they think they should believe in you know it's like it's up to me like they think they're fucking heroes and they're like okay this is my opportunity to push my beliefs push my agenda and all right yeah no i yeah i see that every day i i think what's even worse than that dude is this whole liberal wave started in academia with colleges being that times a thousand. You have these hermit loser college professors who have never left campus in their life, never done anything in the real world. And everything their identity is based on is ideology. They write thesis about things that aren't real. They do research about things that aren't real. And they talk about ideology and they've informed an entire generation of people who are now the loudest voices on social media. Yeah. Agreed. It's, it's an epidemic of a different kind, you know, with, with education these days, but yeah, Yeah, it's a growing problem. I will say one thing I think that I did take as a positive out of the results of the election is I think it clearly showed that there, although these libtards may be the loudest voice in the room, they are not the majority of America. Cause I, I don't think that, they may be the majority of white suburbia, but they're by far not the majority. Oh, Biden of... got the most votes ever in history. You're right, but I, but I to don't your point. Think... He doesn't represent all that stuff, right? No, no, I, no. I, I don't think so at all. I, I think most people I know—I shouldn't say most people, but a lot of people I know who voted for Biden it had nothing to do with. Biden. The libtards, like for oh, me, it was, was about gonna... <laughs> or Biden. Nothing to do with yeah. Biden. It's just, yeah, I'm not voting for Trump. So. It's just anti-Trump. It's an anti-Trump vote. Yeah, yeah for sure. And like for me, it was the it was about COVID. Like that's that's what it came down to for me. I want somebody who's going to take COVID seriously. So, so so I do think that. No, no, I'm I'm not going to cut you off. Go ahead, because I was just going to go off on a different tangent. <laughs> let no, let him finish. Gonna... Let him finish. <laughs> let, <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> so no, so I was to say, oh, you're right. I mean, obviously Biden did win the popular vote and, and won all of the cities and suburbs. But I think if you look at the total landscape of America, there's a lot of people who still care more about the values of America. And a lot of things that the Republican Party stands for, and I don't know if I would ever like consider myself a Republican, 
more than they do about a lot of that superficial bullshit that gets associated with the Democratic Party, which is refreshing to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, and I think it, I think again when when we think of or what what we are trained to perceive as the prototypical Biden voter is not somebody that's voting for Biden because it's Joe Biden and policies. Yeah. Again, it's just it's just the anti anti you know Trump and and, and anti race and anti all that stuff it's all driving anti race i am against race i'm against anti-race problems in general which again are not bad things like I'm, we're not i'm not saying that those are not good reasons to to pick somebody but it's just i i just don't think that a lot of their votes are educated votes it's well, just i'm gonna go i'm gonna ride this wave i'm gonna jump in and i'm just gonna go in the direction i'm told to go in i think I think Biden, though, and I think he made it clear the week before the election, I mean, he does have some really strong messages around his, his key policies, uh, one of them being, you know, health care probably, right? Barack and I think it's a right for people to have bad health care. <laughs> to have that what? what? Bad health care? I think it's a right for people to have bad health care. Anyone want to take a, take a shot at what are you what are you saying there? Biden care. Bad health care. Bad health care. It's a right for people to have bad health care. I don't. That's, I don't a, that's know. what that's came what out. It sounds like to me. I, I'm. Brock and I think that's... it's a right for people to have bad health care. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. I have no idea. I, I just heard health care. Did end. you get a transcript? No, I don't have a I don't have a transcript. <laughs> but so we'll never know what he said. He uh he you know he teamed up with with Barack and you know I, I think together they they you know they make a strong team. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> Play it again. Play it again. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> Sound like international pressures. True international pressures. Like I thought I heard depression. I thought he was saying international depression. Like we, nobody can actually decipher what he was even (laughs) trying to say there. And he was reading off a teleprompter. Strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone just goes. They just like look each other and just go. And by all the people, the four cars the that four are in cars. front of the, Know what I noticed, dude? His speech he gave yesterday, it was sponsored by Jeep. It was all brand new Jeep trucks yes, and Jeep I saw Wranglers that. in the audience. Yeah. So it was even a fake crowd. It's funny when you said because <laughs> I didn't. I heard about that after, but like I remember. Seeing, I noticed it. Yeah, seeing the seeing the like you know the video of of his stage and saying, and I remember saying. That's an awful lot of Jeeps. And <laughs> they're just all like, like a very brand random. New, out Jeeps. Yeah, just like this is kind of weird. I mean, but all right. I mean, it didn't really occur to me until I heard that, that it was sponsored by Jeep the entire time. That, that's Brock and I think it's a right for people to have bad health care. <laughs> Emphatic health care? I don't know. I don't know Who what knows? he's saying. Who I knows? have no idea. Um, so I, I, wanna, I was going to ask you, Jared, this because you brought it up. So. And I think it's uh, absolutely one of the, you know, top one, two, maybe three things, you know, that are on people's minds that are voting for Biden um, and, you know, rallying against Trump is COVID. So, 
what is going to now he doesn't come into the office until what the 21st of january or something like yep. that it's it's later what changes once that fucking idiot hits the oval office so can we hold on that question because i wanted to talk about like thoughts on the biden presidency and what it's going to look like in general but before we did that i wanted to ask you guys about i'm gonna go up so do something completely different no, than what I'm, we I'm just trying, said. i'm, I'm gonna to give go... the total heisman to that and I'm no gonna i'll answer that i'm trying to go in like in order we talked about like original election thoughts i would, and then i was going to talk about like or you mentioned like the current state like, yeah. I want to hear your guys' thoughts now on what do you think of all of this back and forth of what Trump is saying versus what Biden is saying? Like, are these votes legitimate? Is Trump full of shit? Does he have some yeah. truth behind it? Like, what do you guys think about this? This is why this is going to go down in American history as one of the most like crazy elections ever. I mean, unless we have a pandemic again, I mean, it's that, the whole pandemic plus the Trump effect. So, yeah, I mean, it'll go down in history. Um, I think, again, this is a microcosm these past couple of weeks of exactly why I don't think Trump is fit for the president because he, the things he does and the things he says are just wildly different. Like, I don't have a problem at all with the, uh, them filing lawsuits, you know what I mean? To ensure that the vote count was correct. If yeah. they want recounts I, or whatever, I That's actually totally, saw quite a few things today saying that it's within their normal. rights to do so. Yeah, oh, they say, they within their most rights, teams do that. Yeah, and think about how close these races are, right? So they're I, all I'm not, super fucking close in the swing so, states, right? So I don't bat an eye at him challenging this, right? Especially because of the circumstances of all these mail-in votes. There, there is even more of a reason why you want to, you know, file suit and you know, double, triple check. But he can't leave it at that you know what i mean he's declaring victory you know that that that, <laughs> that, that clip right there will go down in history where he's like you know we were looking good and we were on track to win the election and he's like frankly we did win the election we you know, did the crowd as far like, as he's concerned yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude like I, you knew that votes were going to be counted after the day of the election do you like think he everyone on the knew? planet knew? Yes, yes, dude. So you, you think uh, there's he's the president of the United States, dude. The only reason I say that is I think he might have isolated himself into such a bubble of only hearing what he wants to hear. Like, no. do you think there's a fact he was so self-inflated he never even learned the facts about no. what state could count votes when? No, it was. It's, do you think this is all him being Trump your, playing everybody? It, well, it's it's your. Uh, you know, conspiracy theory, which you yeah. know, is not a conspiracy of, you know, this was just a part of the plan. Like he yeah. knew that, all right, if this happens, he was going to claim fraud almost no matter what, unless he started winning he all these shit in the landslide, right? <laughs> There's he, no he, fraud he knew in the he, was he gonna, won. You knew he was going to contest it. That was a fact. Anyone yeah. who thought he wouldn't. I mean, he's been saying, a idiot. You have no he's been saying life. he was going to contest it for months now. Exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly. He's been setting this so up. He, he knew it, and he took advantage of having a strong first night, right? Because so many fucking people mail-in voted that, you know, uh, are all Democrat. So mm -hmm. the, those exit polls that first night started to look great because Republicans vote in person. Yeah. And, and he just said, okay, well, you know, this, this is the message I'm going to have. You know, I know my base will back me. I'm going to, you know, this is how I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory. 
And he it's, it's kind of crazy how much the analysts nailed that. What were they calling it? The red mirage they expected? Did you guys wow. hear that term? No. It sounds kind of familiar. So, so it was what all the analysts had like warned um, about is the red mirage. Exactly. Oh, you said everything right. looks red at the end of election night. Like he's winning. Yeah. Until oh, the votes okay, get counted. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, but I mean, you know, it's, it's wrong of him to do all that stuff and it's, it doesn't help anything or anyone to be like holding press conferences like he did tonight and speaking the way he is, you know, it's just inciting more of that talk, which is obviously his goal because he thinks that, you know, the more people talk about it, the better, but you know, that's just not how a president should act. The president should can say and think those things behind closed doors to his close colleagues. I don't fucking care. You can believe that there's fraud all day long. I mean, yeah. fuck, I, I, I told you, I think there are instances where there is I'm voter sure there fraud. Is too. Dead guys but, voting. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, if you're being honest with yourself, you're like, uh, it would have to be extensive for it to really matter. And I think it's prevalent, right? I think it happens everywhere. But do I think it's enough to swing the election? I don't. And so, it's only done on one side. Like, we know both sides play dirty absolutely yeah oh, right yeah. there's no there's no way it's just the democrats created an elaborate fraud scheme and the republicans played by the rules like that's not how it would work no no nope um so yeah i mean it, it was it it was terrible but you know i i think again to, to my first point is i 100 percent back the what he does but what he says is unacceptable yeah what about you, Adam? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say I, I pretty much concur with most of what Ty said. I mean, I, 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 under, I think, again, we all saw this coming. Like, yeah. th this shouldn't be a shock to people, even though people are appalled right now. Like, how like, dare the it president? It shouldn't be a shock, but it is still jarring. It's jarring. Like, like when, when you actually think about the fact that this is something a president in a dictator role would do. Like, an American president's never acted like this. Well, in a dictator before. role, they would just... There wouldn't be yeah, an election. That's what, I, that, the whole dictator comparison. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't know dude, if that in, 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 No, 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 no. In communist countries, <laughs> no, there are no, elections, no. Well, but the president determines who wins. Right. Well, and it's like there, there's elections There's elections in Russia, but that those are all full of shit. I mean, Putin just declares himself the winner. There's elections. Well, I think that's what Trump, if he had the power, you're telling me he wouldn't declare himself the winner of this. Well, what is that? Is that a revelation? Again, like you give anybody all the power in the world. Yeah, things will happen differently than they did. There are rules in place where it doesn't fucking matter what I, he said. I know yeah. it doesn't matter, but it's just, it is scary that he's acting like a dictator. Not scary, it's jarring that he's acting like a dictator. I don't think he's acting like a dictator. He's acting like a guy who's fucking desperate to win. He wants yeah. to win. And you know what I mean? Uh, he's not a fucking dictator. Like when you say dictator, you know, you're comparing him to the likes of Kim Jong-un. Those two things don't, they're, they're, they're like opposite sides yeah. of the planet. It's not even no, close. No, not every dictator is a murderer. I'm comparing it in the sense of he is trying to fix the election so he wins. He he's not yeah, trying. But I, I mean, all he's I, doing is saying words. He's not trying to fix. Yeah, I don't, like, there's really nothing. Because he doesn't doing have any real that. power to do it. Right. That's what I mean. He's just talking into a mic. He's being. Why a, is everybody he's getting being so... a pretend dictator? Sure. I mean, maybe in his mind, he he's he's thinking that his words will actually carry him to victory. But I think any we all know that that can't happen, which is yeah. which is great. Which so yeah. I, that's why I Thank think like, it can't. 
Yeah, I mean, I know, but so, why? Like, why, why is everyone so alarmed and so jarred and afraid? Like, it, I don't think anybody's afraid. I think most people are just more like disgusted. How do you think the Lincoln Project's feeling when he said he says those things? They not looking how like, many ten, not looking of like ten more years is very likely. What What are we gonna tell Billy? We wait when he wakes up. It's <laughs> gonna be Billy champagne in his room. Billy, wake the fuck up! <laughs> Yeah, it, and yeah, so pretty much to close for, for me at least, I mean, none of this is surprising. It, it's jar. I, I get what you're saying, Jared. Like, it's still like, holy shit, I can't believe this is actually happening. You yeah. know, when his, when his entire party has pleaded with the media any chance they can to say, like, you know, there's going to be a peaceful transition and there's really and there nothing to worry be. about. When, and there will be. I think there will be too. When it's all said and done, it will, you're right, there will, there will be. But you no know. one will acknowledge that. No one's gonna acknowledge uh, that. Instead, in the they just want to spread the fear, spread the panic, spread fear the idea sells, that people, like, baby. People Look at don't Mo. Under- he's fucking <laughs> walking around with a a tent in his pants all day because all he all he's reading is how scary <laughs> it is exciting. The authoritarian is. I know it is exciting. Yeah. I know, and 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 the media is obsessed now. Again, like Trump tees it up for him. You know, it, it it's 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 his fault too. Yeah, but, sure. You know, the media is just obsessed with the fear. Yeah, they are. Totally fear mongering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you I mean, wonder. Dude, I saw people call, like, uh, there was a woman who is a uh, psychiatrist and she's a correspondent on CNN and said that, like, um, Hitler was really bad, but he wasn't this bad. Oh, God. And, oh, my God. Dude, that fucking. I, yeah. But you can't you can take anything saying, CNN says. I know, I know, yeah. but it's just it it just it now, she wasn't an employee me. of CNN, but she you know, she's contracted by them. Yeah. So you know, and she was like, Yeah, even in defeat, even while he was killing people, basically, he wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it's like I how oh did you God. those words just how can you end say up on that, that screen? How did you just type that? Those, those people are insane, dude. It's been cringeworthy. Watching and without CNN. realizing it, she's trying to bash Trump. You're fucking defending Hitler by saying <laughs> that stuff. Do you yep. understand what you're oh, that saying? Just goes way over there. They're just like, I don't care. Oh if my I'm God. defending Hitler. No, I'm, I'm bashing it. Trump, baby. That's I'm taking him down with me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But have you guys heard a word from any other GOP member in the last two days? No, I mean it'd be tough for them to be heard. Anyway. It'd be hard to oh. <laughs> push their way through what, yeah. what, what Trump is saying. Dude, I haven't heard a peep. Like I heard McConnell say, "Hey, I don't know if I'll be the majority or minority leader. Like that's still to be determined." Um, but other than that, I have not heard a peep from anybody. A peep. So do you, I? Th- I think this is all the GOP saying, "This guy's ship is sinking. We are out of here. We are not I mean, attaching it to that." there have been stories throughout the last, I would say two years, um, you know, now who knows if they're true or not. I mean, they're, they're all like anonymously sourced, but it's always like, you know, high ranking, uh, you know, member of Congress on the Republican side says, you know, that they're pissed at Trump and, you know, that he won't listen to anything they say all, all shit like that. Like, yeah, they, they've mm-hmm. been frustrated with the guy for a while. I mean, if he's just a fucking bull in a china shop. You know what I mean? He's yeah. not like there to listen and consult with them. Well, think about this too, guys. Like, this kind of was like a win-win for for these GOP members when you Huge. think about yeah. it. Yeah. Because not only do they get rid of this fucking lunatic, eventually, they they gain they gain seats in the Senate. They kept the majority and they gain seats in the House. Yeah. 
Things are looking up for the Republicans they, they, right they now. Are, in a lot of ways. Best case scenario. Yeah, absolutely. They, for, they, they I mean, for recreated. me included, I, I'm happy. Yeah. I get, I get Biden. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we prevent some of the fucking insane exactly. shit from happening. And like this is blue wave to wash over Congress. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, when people sit down and just like chill the fuck out and let the dust settle, and they sit back and look at what's going to be coming, hopefully on paper, it, it should be good. It should no, be good for Adam. It's going to be. It's I gonna, know. It's I gonna know. Be it's... Shitting all over the Senate and calling, yeah. you know, the McConnell. He's the Grim Reaper. He kills everything. Nothing's going to get he does. done. He does. Know. Uh, it, it's just going to be two years of nothing or whatever. That, you're going to hear that endlessly. That'll be the new talking point. Is just and you know what? Hopefully one day the Senate something passes through, and if we and we know if it, if it passes through like the new Congress, we know it's somewhat bipartisan. Because yeah. if it has exactly. to get through the Republican Senate, which it's will make us productive to yes. have checks and balances. Exactly. Yeah. But this is what our, our system of government is based on. And people need to sit the fuck down and, and yeah, just sometimes that. shit doesn't happen that you want to happen or that you think should happen. But yeah, that's fucking that's life. fucking life, brother. Yes, absolutely. Or sister, or sister, <laughs> brothers and sisters. I can't wait to hear the um, you know after you know once the whole Trump litigation stuff kind of ends and all that, and I, I can't wait to see the perception of COVID. Once Same here, dude. It's Biden so gets settled in, I, I'm I'm curious. I mean, who knows? Maybe we're wrong. Maybe things will continue to be reported as like the end of the world, all this stuff. But I, I, I think we've all we've all talked about this, where we hope this the rhetoric continues because we're supposed to be going in a really tough time right now with the second wave. Is the information coming from the liberal media conglomerates? Is that going to back that up, or are things going to start looking a little better? Yeah, I don't know. Super interesting. See, I just wonder, like, they're not going to make it look better. Like, there's no way they're going to get around acknowledging the facts of, you know, statistics. But but it's going to be the spin twist them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, how they spin that information to make it somewhat positive. They're just going to turn. They're just going to turn around and blame the American people. That's what they're going to do. They're going to say this this irresponsible people and they're doing all the wrong things and. You know, oh, look at Or maybe uh, point to the red states and say, yeah, America is spreading it. Oh, yeah. hold on. Which Biden is- said there will not be blue or red states. Ooh. I don't want to hear any of that. <laughs> We're all purple. We're American. Everyone's We're all purple like Mitch if, he, if he's going to be an American president, he better back that shit up. I don't want to He's not sure whether shit. he's going to be in the Senate or, or in the Oval Office. Do you hear that? that I, I don't know if you oh, played yeah. that clip where he was. I like, heard him say that. I heard him call George, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump, George Bush. <laughs> Before uh, we get too, too deep into COVID, um, I wanted to play this last clip uh, of my boy Don Lemon talking to my other boy, Chris Cuomo, two of the most uh, bipartisan oh, yeah. uh, analysts we have. Real true uh, journalist. Uh oh. Uh oh. Look at my. Oh, there he is. He's back. I'm back. I, uh, I was on the wrong Wi Fi. Um, you know, two really straight, straight arrows, like down the middle guys. This right here encapsulates what I hate about people who are super liberal and why I think they contribute more to the divide in our country than the other side. Look at what's happening to them. We have to help them. They're all getting killed by this. Now it's happening here. Yeah. It's happening here right now at his own damn rally. You know what the sad thing is? And I'll be honest with you. Um, I have met, I have many people who I love in my life 
And yeah, I come from a red state. I've lived in several red states. There are a lot of friends who I had to really get rid of because they, they are so nonsensical when it comes to this issue. They have the whole, every single talking point that they hear on state TV and that they hear from this president. They repeat it and they are blinded by it. And I just, when I said to you the other night, there's no way they can't believe it. They can't, you know, I was just goosing you in a way, right? You know, they say I was, you know. Pa uh, pause this for a second. I, I got to get something off my chest. Of, what yeah, is goosing? Part of the clip. What is I don't know. goosing the, the, the point was, he said, if I had, I had friends who supported Trump and I had to get rid of them. <laughs> I cut them out of my life. Again, it's, so, it's the creation of the fucking echo chamber. Yep. Mm -hmm. They, it's like uh, an instinct now. It's like, uh, insulate, 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 bubble, must create bubble, must only want to hear what I'm thinking. Yes. We, we yeah. want to know why everybody's divided. You just fucking saw it. Cause 80% exactly. of the people get their news from one source, CNN or MSNBC. And the other percentage get it from Fox news and both sides are doing nothing but dividing. No, that's you know where what? that comes from. It's Re not because of the president. Crazy president right wingers, help, crazy, crazy right wingers don't. Uh, not be friends with people because they voted for Joe Biden. They don't. I, I was in fucking Oklahoma. The I, I guarantee it's one of the most conservative places in sure. our country. And there were some good old boys who, you know what I mean, were super, super heavy Trumpers. And we had the conversation about, you know, different people and what they believe in. And, oh, they got neighbors, they got friends, you know. You know and, and I just made the comment like, yeah, but I mean, to me, it's like, who the fuck cares? I don't really, I don't, it doesn't actually matter to me. And they're like, Oh no, I don't, I don't actually care. Like I, you know, he's like, that doesn't affect our relationship, but I'm always wondering to myself, you know, they're not like that. Well, yeah, I think they're you just have, ex like you have extremists on both sides. I think most Biden way more extremists on the left. I think we're just way, around, way more. we're around more of them. I, the fucking Ryan Ziolas and Q and honors. You think they like right, Trump? That's one person. And I can, well, I can, I can tell you probably, 15 you know who are isolationists the other way around yeah because i think it's the people that were around i mean all right, maybe you're right maybe you're right i won't say you're definitely wrong by any means i but... i know i'm right because again you you experience the the i we i know people who are fucking psycho jerry callahan's a great fucking example we played clips the guy is like lost his fucking mind he's so yeah. he's so you know right wing all he cares yeah. about is, you know, you have to agree with every right-wing talking point there is. He's insane. And he talks, too, about he'll say he thinks, you know, his friends are fucking crazy that vote for Biden. But he, he still has a, a relationship with them. He's still sure. friends. He's still family with these people. Yeah. If anyone's I mean, going to do it, it would be him. I, I wouldn't never... disagree with you that I think CNN and MSNBC are more divisive than Fox News. I wouldn't disagree with you there. Fox I don't think I have moments, but yeah, know, you know, they, just, they all have their moments. But can you guys even think of a time when like someone who's close to you that you've literally had to sit, sit down and think, can I really keep this person <laughs> around anymore? Or should I just make a clean break? Like, think about right. that. I mean, I'm laughing because it sounds absolutely fucking outrageous to me. Yeah, but, it is outrageous. But to your point, Adam, people do have those internal thoughts. I guess. Uh, dude, I'm yeah. sure Nick Savage, yeah. what do you think he thought of exactly. all the Trump voters in this election? Oh, exactly. Geez. Yeah. Like, how fucked are you as a person if you're going to let politics decide who you surround yourself with?
You're going like, to be a miserable person. You are the most. Fuck. Yeah. You are the most divisive person there is. Again, mm-hmm. yeah. You are that. You are the person who preaches happiness and equality and inclusion. You are the most fucking hateful people. <laughs> it's so true. There dude. is it's so true. Just how hypocritical all that is. Absolutely. Um, so the the last thing I wanted to ask about the current status, there is still a chance if Trump wins Arizona that he wins this election. Yeah, there there is a chance. What a, happens in America now oh if Trump God. makes the not just a comeback and wins, but the ultimate comeback, shock the polls, shock them a second time with these late votes, and he wins Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina. Do do you think he's going to follow through with the litigation if uh, if he wins? <laughs> I nope. think there literally nope. could be a civil war. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is, I'm almost not even kidding about that. It would be insane, dude. It'll be complete anarchy. There are places boarding up in the event that Trump won. How sad is it? Yeah. It's like it's like these people yeah. are holding other people hostage through violence to vote for one person over another. Who is the guy who was on CNN that you were talking about on election night who looked out of place? He was a Republican. Rick Santorum? Rick Santorum. Yeah. So he tried to make a comment about these people aren't boarding up for Trump supporters. They're boarding up for Biden supporters. Correct. And um, who's the dude who played was front and center on CNN the last three nights? Not Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. No, not. It's the other dude, Jake Tapper. Yeah, um, yeah. And Jake, Jake Tapper yeah. immediately Jesus. changes what the subject twat. and doesn't acknowledge those comments. No, Rick. Rick just gets bullied on that show. He's there for he one reason. Great and points, and he's the token like, Republican. No, you're exactly. a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah, he is there for one reason only: for them to say, "Hey, here's the other side for you," <laughs> on a panel yeah. of Democrats. And then they all just here's like the other... snicker at him, like, "Oh, you, you, you loser! You, you fucking you asshole! Educated idiot! I know so much more than you." I'm going to have to sit down and really think about if I want you in my life. Yeah, that's what they're doing. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know if we can have lunch together anymore because you don't agree with everything I say. You know what, Rick? Fuck you. (laughs) So so I think we all agree what happens if Trump does pull off the win. If Trump loses, what do the next weeks to months look like for him? Does he throw a temper tantrum that lasts until he's literally has to leave office. Does no, he he'll just continue to talk about it. He'll just talk and talk and talk and his words yeah. will just be empty words, empty threats. Nothing's going to happen. People are overblowing it. It's, yeah. it's going to be annoying. It'll just yeah. be him. It's talking, already kind of annoying. You know it's mean? annoying talking now. It's going to be yeah, it's just, you know, and CNN it, will have it as breaking news still a month from now. Yeah. yeah. CNN will say we narrowly missed turning into 1938 Germany, folks, and you are watching the exact reason why. You voted like your life depended on it, and we won. The American people won. We keep our democracy. That's going to be it right there. You won the soul of this nation. The soul of the nation is on the ballot. We have it back. Uh, and it's man. never going away again. See, like it's stuff like this that like we are part of abolishing the electoral college, <laughs> and we gone. are packing the court with fifteen new <laughs> and filibuster. Forget about it. It's Forget gone. about the filibuster. Yeah, 
see like it's it's stuff like that that like ty you're saying and, and mo you're saying too like it just like a small part of me wants to see trump trump win it, oh it yeah really just for the theater because think about it in the end be honest and i'm only talking about the three of us i know dude nobody's life changes no, exactly. Not Does anything change? No, nothing changes. Now, again, I can't speak for everybody, but I would say the vast majority of people, a lot of the people that are so high strung about whether Trump wins or not, guess what? Nothing's Their life's not change. changing either. Your life continues. They're on. all upper middle class suburbians, yep. dude. Because you know, well, you know who it is. Just like we always talk about, it's affluent white women. Yeah, who are gonna who are gonna oh, lose their yeah. mind and who, drive? Who have no real concerns in their life, so they make up these concerns. Yeah, and then there'll be riots, but the people riding are just gonna be like, "Dude, I just want some free fucking shit." Like, <laughs> yes, I, exactly. I, who's president? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, there was yeah. an, this was an election year. What? <laughs> that fucking guy won. Oh my. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, and uh, speaking I'll of, I'll an effective strategy to mobilize true international under pressure. <laughs> what does that mean i gotta i i need to get the transcript on that there was one video where someone was doing sign language for the the bag of the, the bag of the, the health care and they, were just, <laughs> they just like stopped and like their eyebrows raised and kind of gave it like a <laughs> <laughs> whatever healthcare? you want it to be yeah Healthcare uh, question mark what were you gonna say no i was gonna say that um I wonder, because protests, small protests have been happening in Providence. And I think part of my feeling is that, yes, I think the, the, um, the curfew that's now being put in place in Rhode Island is obviously partly COVID related. But it almost makes me think that it's like election related too. Not a bad idea. Uh, yeah. E- it, easy it, way to get away with it. And I wonder with all of her, she's curbing, you know. Ramondo's curbing like the, the amount of people that can be together outside, inside. I wonder what's going to happen when there's a 300 person protest at Jefferson or sorry, uh, Lincoln. No, what's the train station? Whatever it is, Jefferson know. station or whatever. I forgot in, um, in the center of downtown Providence, when there's a 300 person wins. protest there and they're not going to say fucking shit. Oh, Dude, Gina, Gina, Gina will be arm in arm. With them, just like, be there. Just like what happened uh, in the BLM yeah. protest. And, and she won't BLM. be wearing a mask. Exactly. She won't be doing any of the things that she's like scolding people about. Um, yeah, it's it's making make me sick. Be fucking sick. Well, I mean, you know, uh, no matter what happens, big tech big tech censorship isn't going anywhere. And uh, this is Jared's boy. Jared voted for this senile fucking idiot. <laughs> The big tech business model, which puts profits ahead of people, is a real problem. Anti-conservative bias. I know who this is. A profits ahead of people is a real problem. Anti-conservative bias is not a problem. The issue Hmm. is not that the companies before us today are taking too many posts down. The issue is that they're leaving too many dangerous posts up. Ah. In fact, they're amplifying harmful content so that it spreads like wildfire and tortures our democracy. Mr. Zuckerberg, when President Trump posted on Facebook that when the looting starts, the shooting starts, you fail to take down that post. Within a day, the post had hundreds of thousands of shares and likes on Facebook. Since then, the president has gone on national television 
and told a hate group to, quote, stand by. And he has repeatedly refused to commit that he will accept the election results. Mr. Zuckerberg, can you commit that if the president goes on Facebook and encourages violence after election results are announced, that you will make sure your company's algorithms don't spread that content and you will immediately remove those messages. Like, does anyone in their fucking right mind actually think Donald Trump is going to say, get to the streets and burn it down? I mean, that's obviously not the actual thing I fucking care about in the video. I hope not. You voted for that fucking guy. I did. Who was that again? That's unbelievable. I didn't know fuck he was going to say crazy fucks. Wait, is that Charlie Baker? I didn't know Baker? he was going to say that when I voted. No, is that Ed Markey, the senator for Mass? Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know he was going to say that when I voted for him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, dude, he supports the Green New Deal. Of course, he was going to say something like that. I voted for him because Nancy Pelosi didn't want him in office, and I wanted to give a big F a to spite Nancy. vote. Then you're forgiven. <laughs> yeah, but that's um, fucking that, outrageous. That's pretty fucked up, man. It's pretty fucked up. The the libtards terrify me on the most scared scale not much scares me more these days than libtards and liberals infringing on my rights and china china just makes me fucking angry i don't know what i thought about china today <laughs> i was what listening to china? actually it was uh, dan carlin was on a podcast and they were talking about patriotism and serving our country and in like vietnam and in prior generations like the whole population served our country in the military through drafts etc and I said, you know what, motherfuckers? If we went to war with China, I think I'd sign up to be on the front lines. I'd, proud, yeah. I'd proudly be a patriot to kill those fucking Chinese. Dude, they're not e- I don't think they're easy. I don't think they're going to go down easy. No. They're small targets. If World War II showed us anything, the, the Asian people have a lot of work ethic. And <laughs> they're not going to go quiet. And, and what would scare me is there's... It will fight to the last man. There's 1.4 billion Chinese people. Okay, so... The, the liberal populist crazy people that scare you the most uh, are in favor of, you know, and not just them is in favor, but they're in favor of relaxing voting laws, making it easier and easier to vote. Do you think that's the right thing to do? What exactly are they proposing? I, I don't think it's that Voter black ID and white. laws getting... Less and less strict. Um, you know, it, it's a lot about uh, identification and, um, you know, they want to be, they do want to, like, I guarantee you, Ed Markey thinks that people that come into the country illegally should be able to vote. They want people who yeah, are like, in I, prison, I they want people crazy. who are in prison to vote. Like, they, they want to make it as easy as, like, they probably ask, they'd be like, let's just vote online, let's just click a button. <laughs> You know what I mean? Do you think that's a good thing for America or a bad thing for America? I, I don't think it's that simple. I, I think there's those, ex, those examples I do not think are good for America, and I wouldn't support those at all. But I think we really have no idea what voter suppression is as white males in suburbs. And I think if you were to go actually like into an inner city and talk to people in poverty – I think voter suppression is definitely a real thing. I think it's very difficult for some people to vote. Like the voter ID thing, we don't need to show voter IDs to vote. In Rhode Island, I don't think in Mass either. But 
in a lot of states you do. So if you're somebody who doesn't have a driver's license or a government issued ID, which could be a lot of people in cities, a lot of people in cities don't drive. They don't have government IDs. You're poor. You don't have a passport. Like I can see why they're like, I can't vote. Like that's kind of, that's not okay to me. It's not that difficult to get an ID. But it's not that it's that difficult. I think if you were to look at most inner city people in poverty, their priority is not to go get a government ID when they don't drive, don't have a car, so don't travel. If they don't care enough to get an ID to vote, do you think they care enough to actually do research, like any research and look into the actual issues? I, I don't care how much research they do because I guarantee you most people don't do half as much research as we think they should for voting. I think that they ha should have a right to vote no matter yeah, what. They can't prove who they are. If you're a citizen in good standing in America. You should have a right to vote. But shouldn't you have to prove that you are who you are before we you don't, we don't have, vote We've never had country? to prove we are who we are to vote. That's not okay to me. Like That's the simplest thing to do ever. Just, hey, hey, just prove Jerry, to me that you are who you are. Jerry, what, what do you mean when you say we haven't ever had to prove who we are? You don't have to show to, an ID to vote in Rhode Island or Mass. I absolutely showed an ID to vote in Rhode Island. I know in Mass you don't. I, I definitely did not. I, I mean, I've always – I don't remember the last time I didn't show a driver's – I mean, how are they going to know? Like, and, and like, you, you give I, them I gave, your address, and then they validate your signature. That's the only way they do it. And do you well, – When I voted, I gave them my license, and then they had me recite the address while they were holding my license. I mean, yeah, they, they definitely didn't do that in mass. Yeah. That's what they need to do. That's I mean, I, I, I have a problem with that. Yeah. I mean, I would say I have an issue with that. If you can't prove who you are, then I can see that opening. Why are you going to vote for the president of the United States or, or your I, local I, I think officials. you guys are totally missing the boat of what n normal life is like for somebody in the inner city. Like the only reason I have an, any opinion on this is because I watched that Stacey Abrams documentary. And that's what the whole thing is about. Voter suppression. Most people who live in the projects and in inner cities and are poor, like they don't have a car to go to the fucking DMV to get a government ID that's not a driver's license. To me, how do they get to go? How they get to the place where they go to vote? They I don't, don't vote. Fucking, I don't know, but I still think they should oh, well, have the they should have the right to vote. Of course I'd, they should, and they do. Yeah, I don't think saying, we want, we're not saying that they should. I want lose everyone the right to, vote. to vote, but you should at least do a couple little steps in order to verify that you are who you are and do things like actually register to vote and not have the government just automatically do it for you. Like those are things that you show like, Hey, I care about it. So I'm going to do these things. Yeah. The you have a lot of people thing, I don't care one way or another, really. You're going to have a lot of people who do, are just voting because it's fun. Yeah, but Jared, oh, yeah, don't, don't, just, don't you I'll, see, I'll throw Trump on there. Fuck it. He's funny. I think a lot of people do that anyways. So do you want more people to do that? I think everybody should have the right to vote. And they do. No, they, but they do. It's just like, I think there's a couple things you should do. At least just one thing. If you're like, going to, I'm okay with the needing to register to vote. I have no problem with that. I, I just feel like if, if you're not if you're not being registered, if you're not proving your identification, I feel like that, that's going to open up a shit storm. Or it could potentially open up a major shitstorm, and I think we were talking about it. Like, like we know there's fraud in, in voting on both sides. We know right, that's it. That's a I mean, pretty easy way to minimize or mitigate some of that. Pretty easy way. 
And I mean, I, I think even this year, and I, it's unfortunate that it took this long for this to happen, but I feel like because of everything that happened and, and this, this whole push to get people to the polls, I feel like, and I give cities a lot of credit. I mean, I know, I know why they're, they're doing this because I, I think a lot of it is, is more like left-wing driven stuff to get like, you know, again, minorities, people kind of who we're talking about here to, to the polls, but like football stadiums are being converted into polling places yeah. and registration areas. Right. Like, it's only like been were, easier and easier. It's, it's, I, I it's love. never I think been it's easier. Great that, that part about it is great. Than ever. Yeah. I think that that's awesome. About it is great. And I, it's unfortunate that it took terrible things to happen in this country for it to get to that point because it wasn't like that in 2016. Yeah. You didn't have all of, I mean, like most of the, I was watching some of the, a lot of the coverage, like you had, you know, Lambeau Field was like converted into a polling place. Fenway the, was. Fenway, Fenway was. was all of these yeah. places. It, yeah. it was cool That would have been pretty cool to vote at Fenway. So, yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. So it's unfortunate that it took this long, but I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to keep that going for the 2024 election. Those and are the other things I want place. to see happen. Is, so if that's the case, if yeah. they're creating more of an like easier and multiple avenues to register to vote and get people there, I don't think it's – I'm not saying it's, it's easier for some people. I get it. I, I understand that we're talking from one very specific perspective and we're talking about people in a totally different walk of life. But if you can't even prove who you are now – how, how can, like, I just don't understand how, how we would want all of these undocumented people, not, not like illegal immigrants. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people who can't, if you, you walk up to say, Hey, can you show me any sort of identification right, like, that tells you, me who you like, are? People go to I bars. have a problem with that. I have people a problem in, with that. You know, New York city, they may walk around places, but they still go to a, establishments and drink and need to prove their identification. You need to prove your identification in a lot uh, of things. I, I, how do you think people? That's a good question. How do people do that in like New York City if they don't have a driver's license? They have license? a fucking ID. Yeah, that's I mean, what they, they have do. IDs they go get a fucking ID not, and say, yeah, I want to drink. You can get an ID and not be a driver's license. Like, so, it's. So let me say this. All right. I'm not going to die in the hill of voter ID laws. But oh, I think we, right. would all, we, we would all agree that I think it was awesome. More people voted than ever. Yeah. And voter suppression in inner cities. And maybe I won't even say voter suppression, although it is a thing. The fact that inner cities are in, in people in poverty are entirely underrepresented in elections and, is a and fact. Who, and what I would say well, eight out of 10, right? How many cities are run by Democratic leadership that these, this voter suppression is happening in? Sure. I, I won't disagree with that. Right? I don't think that it so, always has the best motives. But I don't think it's necessarily, I think. So why do we hear all the time, though, that, you know, it's Republicans that are doing the voter suppression when it's largely happening in the inner cities and those inner yeah. cities, uh, more often than not, I mean, it's not like. Well, it's not, the, it's, not the mayor, it's not the mayor making the rules for that. It's the, the state. The, the governor. Yeah, there's major cities in every state, whether it's Republican or Dem Democratic. You don't think the the local level leadership though has any say over that at all about where the po where the polling stations can go? You'd you'd hope Mayor that Marty they do. Walsh does. I mean, you'd hope that they do. But all I know is it's definitely been an issue before, where you got people in the city waiting six hours to vote, and like those horror stories. I agree. Stories. I just don't think it's it's not a partisan thing. It's not a Republican effort to suppress the vote. I've never heard a Republican say we want more people to vote. Republican right, because they're right because it's going to be more idiots voting. You know, that, more, that's not the right opinion. Whether it's not your job to judge whether they should be able to vote or not. 
but I can what you can want less people to vote. You want you do you can't you know say or put in place uh, laws that require less people to vote, but you can hope that people that don't give politics the time or or day and all they care about is you know what look what's cool to do. You don't want more people doing it. I also think that's a total generalization. Like you can't say that uh, everybody who doesn't vote is like that. Not at all. There's a hundred million people that don't vote more. Yeah. I didn't vote this year. So, you didn't end up voting? No. So of course that's not the case. And every but I'm just saying, in general, you know, the the people that are willing to do the small things they need to do to uh register to vote and show up proof identification should be the ones voting. Okay. I, I just I don't think it's a hard ask to, like I said, to I'm, I'm not di- to I'm not dying yourself. on the hill of I think voter ID laws are good or bad. Like I know very little about them. Well no I but I, I think we all agree that yes everyone deserves the right to vote. Nobody should be suppressed but there are small steps that should be taken by everybody to just be able to right. prove who you are. Like I don't think that's a big yeah. it's your right to vote but here's how you do it. Right. And it's now not, more than ever, it's it's easier and easier and easier for for that stuff yeah. to take place. I know Stacey Abrams it seems like a real likable big black lady that I trust. She's yeah, uh, Georgia, right? I'm sure that. Yeah, that, I, think, well, yeah. I, I don't know if she's the governor anymore. I think she might have lost no. the governor race. Ooh. Yeah. She seems I, very trustworthy, though. I've been hearing Stacey Abrams, and I keep thinking J.J. Abrams each time. I don't I think they just, could be more opposite. Well, like, yeah, what, what did she say? How did she convince you that, like, Republicans are suppressing people's votes? No, I was being city? sarcastic with her saying, like, she's totally, like... Well, like, I'm curious, though, because obviously you feel that way. So, like, what about I, that documentary? Just the, the entire thing had talked about, and, like, I don't remember a lot of the details. But a lot of it was about Civil Rights Act, overturning of a lot of the Civil Rights Act, and how hard it's been for Black people to vote starting with Jim Crow up until now. And it's still incredibly hard. It's on Amazon Prime. I don't know. I said, watch it. Like, I don't remember a lot of the details, but <laughs> that's why I said. I'm um, not going to die on the hill. I just found it interesting. Um, all right. So the last thing I wanted to get to, I think, from like a political thing was I saw this and this was kind of crazy. Um, so Colorado passes resolution to throw states electoral votes to popular vote winner. So what I at first I read that and I was like, isn't that? Like how it happened, like, isn't that the electoral process, process. you know what I mean, in general, right. like in that state? And so I'm, I'm reading it. Um, and uh, let's see, there it is. Uh, the effort gained steam following Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton's loss in 2016 to Republican nominee Donald Trump. Uh, that, nope, nope, that's not what I wanted. Um, oh, yeah. The accord seeks to unite states that are attempting to remove the disconnect between the popular votes result. Nope. That's not what I want either. <laughs> There's was one paragraph. So essentially Colorado is going to throw their electoral votes behind the nation's popular vote. No. Whoa. Are you serious? Well, I can't find it right now. So maybe... Wait, Colorado said they're doing, they want to do that. Yeah. Why would you want to do that? Oh, hold on. There was fuck. I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. So pretty much. So let me just make sure I have it right. So they're saying regardless of who Coloradans vote for Coloradoans, the, the electors, because again, like that's electoral college, like in December, they pledge their vote based on their state's choice. 
they're saying that you're saying that Colorado selectors don't have to abide by it, which I don't think they have a lot. I think Colorado's what, like six or eight votes yeah. for electors. They can throw that to whoever they want. Yeah, so that would in, be fucking. In, in 2019, wild. Colorado lawmakers decided to assign the state's electoral college votes to the winner of the national popular vote in a presidential election. And that passed. And that passed. I wonder if a lot of people got tricked when they read it and were like thinking it was their popular vote. Doesn't That's that fly up. in the face? That flies in the face of how the electoral college works. They, well, no, the, the same- technically states don't need to pledge their votes to the popular vote winner that's just what they do that's the norm there, there's yeah, something but i think that that's probably what they should do i agree with you i yeah. agree with you it's uh there's other states to do it he, he said this is the uh, plan seemingly backfired uh now uh, colorado became the 16th state to join the national popular vote interstate compact uh, well speaking of getting rid of the electoral college this is how it i know like right what here. the <laughs> That's what fucked the up. Fuck? That's so fucked up. That's like a loophole. It's almost Why like a loophole. Why would they do it? That's insane. That's, I mean, I Colorado never... was a red state up until I think recently, up until the last election or so. Wait, fuck though. The national popular vote bill has been enacted by 16 jurisdictions possessing 196 electoral votes: uh, Delaware, Hawaii, Rhode Island. Uh, Vermont, Colorado, Connecticut, Maryland, Mass, New Jersey, New Mexico, Oregon, Washington, uh, Colorado, Illinois, New York, Arizona, Arkansas, Maine, Minnesota, Michigan, North Carolina. Like, if this is the case, then I feel like, like we're why not are we interpreting this correctly? Because if it's the way that we're interpreting it, I feel like this would be getting a lot of press. That's yeah, weird. I just read it verbatim. Like, how is that? No, I, I know. It just that, that that just that flies in the face of the of the election system completely. The National Popular Vote Interstate Compact will guarantee the presidency to the candidate who receives the most popular votes across all fifty states. What? That, that's the first I've ever heard. That was twenty nineteen. The compact ensures that every vote in every state will matter in every presidential election. How is that the case? That's the exact opposite. That's the opposite. Yeah. I mean, the popular vote, is its relevance is decreasing by the election. And this is just like... We need to do some... I need to do some post-over research on this because... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this should be bigger news. And they mentioned Rhode Island being included in that pact. Right. That's, that's weird. Yeah. So it says they voted to keep this law. So that you're right. It was a 2019 law. Yeah, this year's vote was whether to repeal it or not. Right. I'm that, that's so fucked up. That's weird. That's very weird. I'm surprised they would give states that much power in an election like that. That's if that if that's true. And I mean, we're it, it was a fucking article on Fox News. And I just looked up. I mean, there's a million things about the. National- well, I can see Fox News being the ones covering that. Right. I would expect right. it just to be more amplified. Yeah, I mean, there's a million articles on CNN about, to be like, "Fuck yeah, this is awesome." Yeah, that's fucking bizarre. All right, we yeah, have to look that into is that. weird. Because right, if that's the case, like you're just saying, "Hey, everyone in the state, fuck off." Yeah, <laughs> your vote literally means like dog shit. Right. All it matters is you're now one of. What, what, 
we screwed you guys. You <laughs> yeah, your votes are, are absolutely useless. fucked. You used to matter, and now you're just one of 300 million. So, yeah, it, it's funny because like when we've I've talked about the popular vote, especially this week with the students, and the way I explain it. You know, they hear it as, oh, so are you saying that, like, our vote doesn't matter? I said, well, no, that's not what I'm saying. It's just that, like, a vote in Rhode Island, because it's a safe state, because we know which color it's going to be at the end of the election, our vote doesn't matter as much as, like, a vote in Florida, for example, or, in this case, Pennsylvania. Like, yeah, like, it, it's pretty relevant. Wow. And, like, even kids understand that the popular vote is, like, diminishing in value quite a bit. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it would be absolutely insane to me to move to a national popular vote. It's been super interesting talking to like people in different countries this week, them trying to understand how our election works, like not even just electoral college making things confusing, but now the fact that it's been like two days and we still don't know who our president is. So everybody else in the world is like, this makes no sense whatsoever because they all do popular votes for their electoral college. Right, right. That's about as as unique of a system as there is in this world. It's kind of funny when you think about it. Yeah. It's like we, we've, we've, we've taken a lot of things from other past governments and created our own, like a lot of Roman influence, Greek influence and stuff. But the electoral college is literally like, like in the constitutional convention, this is what they decided. This was like that great compromise between the large States and the small States to give everyone some sort of representation so it's, it's, it's funny how we came to this and there's literally not a system like it. Well, it, you know it, why? It, Hold on. I'm just gonna, I, I got the, the perfect, I mean, Adam describes it perfectly. And, and this is why I think the electoral college matters. It absolutely matters. The oh, individual I, states. I mean, you look at the name. We are the United <laughs> States. So it's the, uh, I actually thought you were going to put some legitimate sound on for a second. No, wait. I mean, at the end there, you kind of say it. Uh, 50 individual <laughs> states. Well, <the> individual <laughs> states. Individual states. Yeah. I mean, like that, that's, little, people want to disregard that, and they don't, they don't understand it or care about it. But, you know, you have to understand that these states operate independently. And, you know... Like that's how, that's how we were set up to run. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, that federalism it's, right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, I think that might do it wild. on um, politics, right? Do we have anything else? <laughs> politics? No, I'm I do politics, have a story for the end of the show. I got my story about my gym experience. Oh yeah. Do but do uh, now. you want to do that right now? Yeah. We'll what wrap politics up with that. Getting, getting tired, Mo? No, but it's already almost nine. Are you going to have most thoughts for us too? I can share some most thoughts. Because you had some dates this week, right? Last week and this week. Okay. All right. So yeah. I'll, I'll tell my story and then move on. So I guess we'll, we'll save the Alex Jones stuff for next week. No, I'm going to play it. I, it's not very long. It's just okay. like quick, quick clips. Right. Just well, anyway, um, so we have a gym in our complex. I know, Jared, you've been here. It's huge. You know, they've got a little tiny gym. And... I just started going there again recently. And honestly, at first it was like, it's kind of a small gym. It's like a five person capacity right now because of COVID shit. So I went the other day, it was election day, early in the morning, no one's there. And pretty much what I've been doing is if someone's in, if I walk into the gym and someone's in there, I put it, I make sure the mask, my mask is on at all times. As much as I hate it, I keep the mask on. Lately though, whenever I've gone in, I've I've happened to go in at good times because there's no one in there. 
It's like, yeah. fuck yeah, this is awesome. So I keep my mask like around my neck. I don't have it on. If someone walks in, I put it on. So I'm like probably 10 minutes into a workout and out of the corner of my eye, someone walks in and they kind of like pause. And that's what made me look towards them. And as I'm doing that, I put my mask on. I was like, all right, this person's coming to work out. I throw my mask on. The person comes in, sanitizes their hands and leaves. And I'm like, okay. So I take my mask off and I'm in there for probably like another te- a good 10 minutes. And the person comes back in the same person. And this time again, I put my mask back on. Didn't think anything of it. I have my ear, I have my music blasting and I see that he's talking to me and I couldn't hear a word he was saying. So I paused my music. I said like, what was that? And he goes, he, and he starts like scolding me, literally like scolding me saying, did you see the signs that are on the walls here in this gym? And I was like, well, yeah. And I was about to say, well, you know, like, you know, no one's in here. So I didn't put it on. Um, I didn't get to that because he just started saying, dude, this is so selfish. Because <laughs> you didn't wear your mask, I cannot use the gym today. That's literally oh, what he said. And he started my. like saying like, you know, air, aerosols and air droplets can stay suspended in the air for over three hours. And I, I, have, I cannot safely go to the gym today. And I just think that's extremely selfish of you to keep me from going to the gym. What do you have signs for a reason? I was floored. I didn't have any. I was like, I was like, I mean, I'll, I'll I can totally picture out in space right now. No, I'm just like, I'm just, I just, I was shocked. I, I've never seen someone who doesn't fucking know me at all come up to me and start treating me like a fucking child. So I'm like, oh, that was, like, all right, my bad. Like, I'll put the mask on. And he's, and, he, he didn't want to hear. He was like, no. And he just like walked out and, and that was it. It was just like, holy well, What did this shit. dude look like? Like how old was he? He was probably like, maybe like my age, maybe a little older. Oh my just yeah. a God. Beta, a little maybe, beta maybe a little, bitch. I don't, yeah. And he, well, he literally, I, I ruined his gym day. And I would say, like, sir, that gives me pleasure that I ruined your day. I mean, I stayed in the gym for like 30 more minutes. I mean, it, I continued Fuck on yeah. with my time. I didn't I leave. I spit all over that fucking gym. I was saying, dude, I'll spit in your mouth. How do you feel about yeah. that? Like, if I ruined it for you already, then I might as well just stay. And he never came back in. So, Like, what a um, fucking asshole. Fuck, yeah. what is, what fuck a loser. that guy and fuck people who do that shit. So that means that guy has been nowhere where people don't have masks on. Well, dude, that's exactly what I was thinking. And I'm thinking, if I had these thoughts in my head at first, not that I want to get into an argument <laughs> with you're 10 in the quicker. morning, <laughs> I, which I was not because I was not. Not expecting this to happen and then my thoughts ready guys get your back in your heels <laughs> but i literally thought the same thing is like dude based on your logic this entire place this entire establishment it's is filled with aerosol it's filled with it yeah. whether people have masks on or not i feel like these some of these people they watch so much cnn they they read all these fucking like science articles and they assume that they if you have a mask proof. on yeah they, yeah they, they think it's like a fucking like a dome around their face that nothing if you can, can, if you penetrate. can smell a fart through it it's probably got aerosol <laughs> coming out of it so that's what i mean it's like dude like so hey, buddy, off, my shit particles are getting through that <laughs> So I think like two things. One, exactly what you said, Jared. It's like, dude, where are you going that's not contaminated? Oh, he doesn't leave his rooms. He just wanted it, to be a douchebag. That's why. Oh, yeah. And, and he was. Like, it was, and it was not like you he wasn't fucking like. fucking fought him. How awesome oh, would it be if Adam God. just beat this beta little cuck up? I would have fucking ripped that mask right off his fucking face. <laughs> I would have said, you're this... fucking dead now, guy. I have COVID. <laughs> you're fucking dead. I just killed you. 
fucking cop. I'm gonna watch you Trump 2020. <laughs> Mega. <laughs> exactly. So that was the first part, and the second part is like, dude, if you're that worried about this, if you're at the point where you're gonna be counting the minutes until you can go back in the gym because you have deemed it safe because the aerosols are gone. Why are you even going to a place like a gym? A Why aren't gym. you in an yeah. incubator? Like, exactly. Yeah. Why aren't you walking around a hazmat suit? Yeah, that's ridiculous. People I was have like, lost I was their shocked, fucking mind. Dude. I was shocked. I, I really was. I've no I would have loved to see a picture of this guy. I would love to see him in Oklahoma. I'm sure I'll run into him again because <laughs> it's bound to happen. I'm going to go back to the gym. Fuck and, that guy, dude. Yeah. The question so like, is, oh, are you going to wear your mask by mad. yourself now just in case he no, comes in? No, fuck that. Probably not because I've dude, been in no there. Point. I've been in there several times. I've walked in. Emma's been with me too. We both walked in the gym. There's been people. There's a person in there, one or two people in there. Didn't have their mask on. They see us. Okay. Mask yeah. goes on. Problem solved. Total, totally makes sense. Okay. And I even went back. I was like, I, I thought about what he said. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look some stuff up. I want to see if what he's saying is somewhat accurate. And it was somewhat accurate. I'm not saying that he was totally wrong, but there were, he, was, he, he was referencing these studies, okay? And again, like the, the, the most consistent part of all these studies that we hear about from you know, COVID-related you know, studies and things like that, they're all in hospital, high-traffic settings, where yeah. they're doing all these studies yeah. and these labs and all that stuff that have the virus and have all these other things around there. The, the, it, it doesn't account for a normal setting where there's one person in a gym that has a window open. It had a window open? There's a window open. And that means there's zero chance I, the aerosols I opened, were still there. I open the window whenever I go in there because I, I, I do like I lift and then I go run a little bit. I open the window mainly just because it's fucking hot in there at times, but also it's nice to have the airflow, I guess, too. And, yeah. and all of that was the case. And again, all these studies, I looked at every single one. It's like, yes, aerosols can remain suspended in air for up to three hours, but the likelihood of, of contracting the virus from little tiny air particles for a normal, healthy person, I'm not talking about someone who's 75 or someone who's morbidly obese. This person was fit. The chances of them contracting the virus are super slim, super slim. Especially is there a chance? Absolutely. Air. Especially yeah. if there's moving air. Exactly. Now, obviously, we're not, I'm not outside. It's a smaller room. Whatever. I, 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 there, there are signs everywhere. There has to, you have to have a mask on at all times and stuff. Technically, I'm supposed to have the mask on. But guess what? Nobody's been following that rule when I've been in it's there. It's a fucking gym. It's like, a gym. It's the same thing as going to a restaurant, like, and, and wanting people to rest. wear masks and like have the little thing where it opens up the mask so they can put a food in their mouth and then as they chew it goes back on. Like that's the fucking that's that fucking idiot. He would he would say that he would say yeah. people should wear a mask while they're chewing and only take it off to put food in their mouth. Yeah, yeah. totally. Like so that, is that, that realistic? Was... You fucking idiot. Don't go to the fucking gym if you're exactly. so fucking paranoid. If you're that worried about it, stay out of the gym. Work out stay in your apartment. Stay the fuck home. Yeah. And fucking slam your head against the wall. You fucking so, loser. So that was my experience. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck him. I'm sure I'll run into him again. Onto a much better, awesome, cooler guy, Alex Jones. <laughs> Did you listen to any of it, Adam? The opposite of a beta. So coach. I was going to say that today, because you guys had mentioned – one of you mentioned like clips. I think I guess Ty because he has the clips saying like oh, I got clips of the show, and it's like you know what? 
I'm going to, I'm going to not just listen. I'm going to watch the YouTube version of it. That was, I was hooked. It was listening. fucking awesome. It was so funny <laughs> watching him. I mean, obviously what he's saying, like a lot of this stuff, which a lot of it was like, like the whole Bohemian, uh, oh, whatever. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, the carbon. Yeah. You know, he predicted Trump was going to win by a landslide. Didn't happen, but that's okay. Um, I think he's got a ton of things wrong, but yeah, oh, he just happens course. to bring I up. I only stuff get that... about, yeah, yeah, I only get about two hours in. So then I had stopped because then like the Trump um, press conference came on. But my honestly, my and the last thing I'll say, and I'll let you play the clip. My favorite thing the whole time <laughs> was Alex Jones just going off, and Joe Rogan's like, "Dude, you gotta stop! Like, you have to just <laughs> say one." Thing. Like it was literally like a child being scolded, kind of like how I was scolded. By he has some sort of disorder where like his mind just works way faster. It, it was like mouth. it was like Kanye was the same thing. Yeah. Couldn't finish a thought before being on the next thought and then the next thought. But he I, like to me he is incredibly compelling. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. And it's, Joe Rogan is, is who he needs to be with because Joe likes him and mm-hmm. you know it won't yeah. be a dick to him. But he, he'll also say like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah, Alex? no, he, and Alex he, like. No, it's true. It's the globalist. It, it, it is a fact. And then they'll look it up, and he'll be like, oh, I got all these articles here. Which one you want to look but, at? Yeah, Joe will be like, oh, okay. I guess you're right on that one. And then other times he's like, dude, we can't find that anywhere. On the, yeah, on, on, you've said it eight times. Earth. It's not coming up. And he's like, I got the articles at home. I have them. Yeah, and I love it, watching him when he would say something, and he would stop. He'd be like, <laughs> like he just he looks like a legitimate crazy person because like i've i've he heard is. him yeah and i i you guys know much more about him than i ever will but i've heard him before i've heard your clips i've seen pictures of him but i've never actually watched him talk and go See off the mannerisms it was an, it was very entertaining regardless of what he was saying i was entertained so yeah i felt bad for tim dylan he didn't get a word in edgewise <laughs> he didn't speak at, at all, some point though, though. So, yeah at so, I, early on that I, I would say that if i could break the interview down it was pre-drinking for alex yeah. jones oh and God. post-drinking because yeah. yeah. pre-drinking I he didn't so. even <laughs> he didn't even acknowledge uh tim tim, is it tim? Yeah. yeah he didn't even acknowledge tim after he started drinking, he's like saying, this guy knows exactly what he's talking about. I love this guy. Like he's, he's starting to direct questions to him and everything. Yeah. But it, it was funny seeing the change and like, you know, Rogan's talking about like sober October and Jones is like, dude, you should smoke some weed. Dude, you should have some whiskey the whole <laughs> well, time. <laughs> because if you watch the first episode they did it with Alex Jones, Rogan got also incredibly fucking high and drunk. And you thought this one was crazy, dude. That other one was five times crazier. It's, it's on yeah. YouTube. But you can watch it. It was. I read it a review. It said that Jones was like much more reserved. Than much the pre- more yeah, reserved. So that's yeah, why I liked it. Oh. Insane. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like the other one because I liked this one was crazy enough to really glue me in and keep me hooked. But Joe did a good enough job of keeping the reins on the. On yeah, the, there was know, no the reins on the. First Joe was episode. working hard to keep him on the on the tracks. It was. Yeah. I give I give Joe. They a did lot a of good credit. job of like instant fact check, which was great because I was like. I need to know what the fuck this yeah. guy's saying that's true and not true. It all sounds insane, but yeah. some of it was true and some of it wasn't. Dude, the carbon shit and the Bohemian Grove shit. The, the carbon blew shit's my fucking the first. Mind. Yeah, the carbon shit's the first thing I'm going to play. Okay. And it's actually super interesting because it's something that even me being like super naive, like I, you know, I had the Volt and, you know, when you have an electric car, you're like, fuck yeah, man. Like this is what, you know, and you got fucking governors all over the country like in california and shit mandating that cars are going to be 
have to yeah. be all electric in the next, you know, whatever years. Um, I, I, he, you know, Alex Jones starts to go off on the fact that, you know, car electric cars aren't exactly as environmentally friendly as you think. I thought it was interesting and kind of funny. You're ruining the yes, earth. Yes, I understand the greenhouse effect. Fossil fuel. I understand the greenhouse effect. But these people, the his voice makes him. <laughs> the reason why they're acting, the reason why they're trying to get people on electric cars and trying to get people off of fossil fuels. Hold it, please. They're they're <laughs> legitimately concerned. Like I don't believe that these actual environmentalists. Are sure, I agree with you, but I mean, here's the deal: the new Hummer looks the new Hummer looks badass. Here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. But I'm not getting one because I don't want to contribute to global warming. Did I mean, sorry, you don't that, want to contribute to global? Warming? Listen, be serious. Did you know? Did you know that on average, more carbon is spent for electricity into a car than 93 octane gasoline? Well, I would believe that because I would think it, would, it, it, it takes a lot to make a fucking electric car. But once uh, the car is oh, made... No, no, no. That's, no, no, no. Transmission lines. You lose up to half of transmission, and most of it's coal-powered, brother. So most per, of the electricity... Per megawatt, it's, it's more. So electric when I'm coal. plugging my Tesla in, and I think, because that's how I like to think, I'm, I'm a good guy. I'm plugging my Tesla in. I'm helping save the world. I'm not because I'm contributing to power. No, you're driving. You're contributing to re putting putting carbon dioxide back in and oxygen and re-terraforming the planet. You're doing a badass job. The okay. biggest energy guzzlers, electric cars, are badass. They are putting out more carbon than anybody. Yeah, they don't come out the tailpipe. They come out the power plant top. Woo! Okay, but what about I love electric cars. Carbon. Listen. Yeah. Team carbon. Carbon. How do you carbon. feel about carbon? Okay. How do you feel about nuclear power? <laughs> Oh, that that the, the nuclear power clip was pretty wild too. I know you. I don't know I'll have to rewatch yeah. it. I forgot a lot of the yeah. details. Like seventy five percent of of nuclear power plants are like, like, harmful, nu like neutrons or whatever the shit is. Oh like, yeah, they're like leaking. Is seeping out. Like, oh, that's I totally fucking believe scary. That. Totally. And he, believe that. he it was said like the article said seventy five. He's like it's actually more like ninety five. But anyway, so. Ty, back to you. I, I believe um, that carbon thing, though. I totally believe, dude. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't come out of the thin air. You could have burned coal to get it. I know, I but totally you got to think, it. you know, for two seconds that, you know, it click in my head and be like, oh, yeah, fuck. Like, yeah, it makes total where's sense. Where's all that electricity coming from? Right. You know, because you think about it on an exponential scale of everyone having an electric car, like they tell us we need to to save the planet, planet and, you know, Jared's Green New Deal. But, you know, it's. <laughs> It's crazy because you just don't think about it. So I, I listened to that. I was like, God, this guy's insane. But like, I would have never thought of that. Yeah. But and you then, have to like, you have to sift through the insanity and his tone and his mannerisms. But I think some people are incapable. It is. But like, I think some people are incapable. And I, I'm not saying that this guy's right on everything. I know he said it to him a lot of crazy fucking shit. Sandy Hook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. and, and I, you know, I give, I give Joe credit. He goes right at him with that. Yeah. He's yeah. like, you, he's like, well, they've been, they've been friends Hope. for a long time. Yeah. And, and they clearly have a good relationship, but like there's people that can't sift through that stuff and they just won't even entertain it. But if you stop and listen again, like you said, where do you think all this electricity comes from? You think it just comes out of thin air? No fucking carbon carbon's yeah. fucking going into the air. No matter what we, we do with like electric cars and everything like that. So um this this next one i want to make sure i'm gonna i'm playing the right one here um I, yeah this, so this is uh alex jones detailing his call with famous astronaut buzz aldrin 
says, we're going to contest the election, we're going to break the country up like Civil War 1862, and we're going to do all this, and we're going to say that... Go ahead. They found water on the moon. Oh, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) They did find water on the moon. You know, six months before they said that, Buzz Aldrin called me up. And he said there's water on the moon. And he goes, we, they're going to crash an Indian probe in there. It's like, you know, 2007 or something. They're going to crash an Indian probe on the moon. But I want you to know we already crashed one. They're going to find the water. I was like, thank you, Buzz Aldrin. So there, he called you up? Yep. Does Buzz call you often? No, he's called me like three times. <laughs> Are you ever shocked? Are you like, is, he's like, it's Alex is Buzz Aldrin. Well, it actually, it actually <laughs> got like 20 million views yeah. before they took it off YouTube. He was on the show one time, and he goes, my secretary really likes you. On here, he goes, isn't she a hottie? You're lucky I'm doing this. I'm like, well, yes, sir. And he goes, there is the moon of Mars that is where the real obelisk is, 2001. And the aliens created the pyramids. And I just wanted to tell you, Alex, you got to go. What? He said the aliens created the pyramids? Yeah, and there was an Buzz, obelisk Buzz, on Mars. I heard that part. Yeah. That's not as shocking. The, the Buzz, Buzz Aldrin said the aliens created the pyramids? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I was contacted by Buzz Aldrin's secretary. And okay. I said, I'm making this up. This is real. I don't believe you are. And, and, and so it's like, whatever this was, like 12 years ago, whatever, 10 years ago, whatever it was. Like, hey, Buzz Aldrin wants to come on. So we checked his Buzz Aldrin. He wants to talk about his new book. And once he gets on, he goes, it is the soul moon, Choron, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Look up the moon of... Moon of I want and memory, like. this is where he loses people. <laughs> yeah. There he goes. All oh, right, but, but very quickly, do you think that this guy should be t- deplatformed everywhere? No, of course no. not. Okay. Of course not. Because right, that, that's, that's just insane. So he's banned, from he's, is he banned from Twitter? Everything. Banned Twitter, everything. YouTube, Facebook, everything. Everything. Done. Like, that's, that's just Because funny. of Sandy Hook. I know the guy's insane, but yeah, so the, what? The Sandy, yeah, the, the Sandy Hook thing is... But you shouldn't deplatform. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, no, I, I get up there and say, "Hey, there are people out there this fucking insane," and yeah, we need to know that. We need to know that these people are fucking insane. His right. show Infowars is one of the most popular streamed shows on the internet. I don't yeah. know if he still does it or not, but it was no, he does. Millions he was, of he was talking about it. So yeah. Yeah. to Adam's point, uh, the drunk Alex Jones started to creep its way into the show here. I would say probably the last like 40 minutes. And it was so funny to hear him deteriorate and start to like rib at Joe and everything. And then he got super personal in one of these other clips, but I'm not saying this is good or I'm bad. I'm saying it wrong. Can I say something? Yeah. You're, you're doing really good. This is great rants. That's Joe Rogan I've ever seen. I'm not being patronizing. It's good stuff. It's okay. You're drunk. No, no. I'm saying this is powerful. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> what I'm saying is there's outside groups trying to program that. So you can't project your own goodness onto this. I'm not saying even goodness. I'm- I, don't, I don't know where he's going to go after that, but that was funny. And then he just, there was at one point he gets like super deep about like how much all this shit fucks him up. That it was kind of insane. <laughs> just wheeling no, Joe said it. Joe said He's like, you're the one inviting yourself November 3rd. You oh, did. you're coming. You certainly did. I waited like... Uh, you invited yourself. 19 months or something. To that was yeah. fine. Alex, if I showed you the list of people that are trying to get on this fucking show, it would make your head spin. I know, yeah, but I live so, down the street. I understand. I don't care. You don't want me no, 30 listen, minutes on election just, night? We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. 
But I'm just I saying, I, 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 it's, it. it's very difficult for me to manage a fucking small fraction of the number of people that are trying yeah. to get on. Well, this is an epic podcast. Yeah. We've only, we got to go another hour. It is. Oh, it God. is like another last hour. time. We'll this hour. Going this hour. is going to be bigger than the Elon Musk. That's the. I'm a it second. Doesn't have to be, man. I'm Stop the second like biggest that. podcast. It can't be compared. Every listener has to spread this link right now, <laughs> or I'm going to die. Well, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, so that was the wrong clip, but uh, he's just he's absolutely com insane, completely off the rails. Beliefs they they start believing it even more rapidly, and not only that, it it it, it creates echo chambers. And then let's end this positive. You are happy you moved to Texas. I fucking love it here. Oh, never mind. I don't have, I guess, the clip I was thinking of, but. This is where they talk about Texas, Mo. So this is this is for you. I love the people. I love the. I love the. No, town. I heard of this. I love everything about it. I do. But that's the good news. Yeah. And, and Tim Dillon. Yeah. You come here. It, lower taxes. Good people. Yeah. We want all the people from other parts of the country. Great food. Come. Good food. Food, food yeah. here's amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff. And the here. kids here are in the QAnon, which I love. I think that's good. I all think of children them. should be in. Well, the they QAnon. get tattooed Texas. when they're in the fifth grade. <laughs> Did you guys see Tim's shirt? Yeah, yeah, I forgot what it said though. Free Jislene. Free Jislene. I thought that was what interesting. What did it say? Free Jislene. Jislene is the lady. Uh, oh, yeah, that was hilarious. Epstein's right hand he's, lady. He's like a huge troll. He's actually he's also as insane as Alex Jones is, Tim Dillon. He's fucking crazy. He's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I thought he, he was yeah. cool. That's all I had from Alex Jones, but I thought that was Ooh, one of the best, best episodes ever. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of Rogan episodes, but I genuinely enjoyed listening to him as insane as he was. But I'm more so I enjoyed Joe just like trying to rein him in every, you know, five minutes. And what not do you even... think Spotify employees had to say about that? Oh, Ooh, man. They were not happy, they were not they happy at all. How embarrassing happy. is that? How well, fucking luckily, embarrassing like, is that? It's not, it's, it's not even a real headline. Like, it's just these fucking twats that work at Spotify. Like, well, again, it matters that Spotify cares. Right, and, and I think... I know, but it's still the fact that these people are trying to influence the leadership of their company to, to I don't censor even think they it. are. But I the influence is, the press about it. And, and the leaders, leadership in that company isn't having it. Like, they're like, hey, you know, we understand. Like, like I think whoever the head of Spotify is said, you know we realize that there's a risk that comes along with bringing diverse opinions yeah. and we're all for doing that. Hallelujah. And the employees are yeah. like, fuck this, fuck that. Like we, we think he should be gone. The, the, it's falling on deaf ears. Like, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's a story because they're, they're reporting about it, but like, it's not, there's yeah. no traction to it. Yeah. He's doubled their, he's doubled their listeners. He, I think is not that what you were saying, Jared? Like he, like, the, like Rogan's brought in, like he's doubled them. Oh, I'm Spotify's sure. listeners, like I, I total viewers. I, I don't know if it's doubled, but I'm sure it's been huge. Yeah, I mean, I know their share uh, price had like doubled, something crazy like it, that. It, maybe it was, maybe it was that. Maybe you yeah, know, I, I might be out. Maybe it was the share price that doubled. Literally yeah. went up fifty percent. Like, yeah, it, it was probably that one. But still, I mean, the it's a very loyal following though those Roganites. And but you're looking at one. I know, uh, looking at the leader of them. So yeah, I mean, I. It, it's amazing that, you know, this guy's making all of you more money and you can't stop bitching about this stuff. It's, it's okay to have diverse thoughts, but to them, it's not. It, it's amazing. You can't, it, again, like, like Ty said, the echo chamber or whatever you call yeah. it. That, that's, all spot, that's all these employees want. Hide opinions I don't want to see. Make Ty, them go we, away. 
would you say uh, Alex Jones inspired some of your recent conspiratorial um, yeah, Ty, bias? You, you're you turning the, the conspiracy stepping on theory Moe's toes over there with the oh, conspiracy theory. I love conspiracy theories. theories. No, I know, but like I'm saying, no, 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 I'm just saying like usually that's you bringing up that stuff. Yeah, join the club. I want, I want company over here. What about, (laughs) what about what I said was very conspiratorial? All of it. None of it was true. It's all, it's all the same shit Trump's saying. That exact, that example I showed you was true. I showed you you guys obituary. You have zero evidence that that's true. Do you think that's a fake obituary? I think it could have been somebody who fucking put like anything together yes it could be a totally different person with the same name it could like there's no evidence that that's the same place from the same county the the person who tweeted that i looked at their timeline their entire timeline was tweeting about voter fraud so you think they happened to have a friend who died and all this happened and their entire timelines about other voter fraud as well i think it's possible if someone's crazy enough to dedicate time to dig into it that they may find that you know, if he went on that. Uh, sure, I think it's possible too. I'd say it's probably 50-50, but I just love that you were like, it's, it's a thing. Well, I think that, that is, it is a thing. Again, I don't think it's enough to uh, change elections, but that shit fucking happens. Uh, Rob got married, uh, excuse me, uh, sent a ballot from his late mother. He received a ballot for I believe it. his mom. Yeah. How Did fucking easy out? would it be? To fill that out. Did he? Probably. No. Trump knowing him. Trump right. one, Trump two. So don't don't tell me you don't think it happens. That's not what I'm saying. Well, I think he's we, saying we that's that was... specific example that you brought up, Ty, that yes. he's saying that that is fabricated. And, well, and I brought it up in jest saying I love that you're getting in on the conspiracy theories. What else was conspiratorial? I don't know. It was just that text thread, like whatever that topic was. And there's like three or four different things of – you would say, like, I think sharing like a couple articles or something like that. Yeah, like not, the... the uh, I'm not trying to call you out. I was, like, joking around. Oh, God, you suck. You can't even let a good <laughs> good battle go around. Well, because I don't remember the fucking details about it. This is classic Jared. Jared gets on here and has his t- strong takes, and you're like, well, give me examples. Well, I don't fucking know. I didn't... I don't remember this shit. Yeah, I'm Trumpy. I keep it at the top <laughs> level. I'm all hot air. Exactly. I'm so high level, th- man. The other thing that Ty tweeted, just because we have the topic up, you tweet, uh, shared that tweet, um, said Georgia judge dismisses lawsuit by Trump campaign that asked to ensure state laws were followed on absentee ballots. Right. That's fact, not conspiracy. Right? Yeah, that was like, that was a legitimate headline. But I, it, I don't think it's what it looks like. I, I think it's, again, I'm not trying to, to your point. I was, I'm not saying that that's a, a judge who says I want Joe Biden to win, but to your point, if there's a law about a law that allows that to be the case and a suit thrown out, that needs to change. Why would you not? Or they need a very good reason of why they have that law that they need to communicate. I mean, what could be so good about that law that it happens? I don't to think, block? I don't think that there is one or if there is, we don't know what that's it is. my point. It's not a conspiracy. It's just like, why would this, why should we read Sorry, this? Man, you don't need to be closeted about your conspiracy theories. I'm, I, put, I <laughs> hey. wave my conspiracy theory flag, my hey. fake flag. The, the other, the, the example of the uh, guy who died casting a vote. Yes, that is in nature conspiratorial because there is no way for me to really prove that. I don't know for 100% fact that the obituary is the same exact guy that this guy is talking about. They're in the same county. That's all I can tell you. Um, but 
you know that shit happens. So that in itself is Certainly not a conspiracy. Happens. It's just a, you know, that example may not be well, accurate. Let me ask you this. Was Lee Harvey Oswald the lone gunman to kill oh, JFK? I don't know anything about that, unfortunately. Like, I want to learn, because like, people say that that's one of the, like, when you look into it, one of the crazier. Yeah, it is. Definitely like, is. So I don't, I don't know enough about that. I would love to, like, kind of go Man, go to the moon? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I'm not a very big conspiracy theory guy (laughs) at all, really. That's why I I defend myself, and I don't think those things are conspiracies. I just think that one example was pretty easy to just dismiss and say, yeah, fuck. That's just a Twitter for you. Alex Jones rant. (laughs) It's the globalists. It's the globalists. I do love Alex Jones now. I will say, I have to admit that. Start watching Infowars, you're going to turn into a conspiracy theorist. Oh boy. Yeah, like you'll I, be believing I, half of what he says. That's what I mean. He's like a drug, I feel like, where you just got to take a couple quick hits and yeah. then wait until the next Joe Rogan. You know, I want him in a environment where he's fact-checked because that's or what like I Mc, care he's, about. He's like McDough. It tastes great, but you know you can't eat that every day. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> exactly. Another so, great analogy. Yeah. But before, I just thought like McDough. this guy was an absolute fucking you know, shithead person. And you could tell, like, he seems like a relatively nice guy in the, in the settings that he's presented in, you know, Joe Rogan seems like a decent guy. I don't think he'd be friends with someone who's actually fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. I love that this guy believes it and it's insane. I mean, he said it's killing him. He's like, I might die from this. That was one of the things he's like, I don't get any sleep. I fucking drink. You know, yeah, I, I remember like, hearing that. He does not look like a bill of health. That's for sure. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be one of the best clips ever. known to me. Yeah. All right. You want to hit us with most thoughts and a quick, uh, quick yeah. Do you we... want to save it for next time? It's nine 15 already. Oh, Mo's got to get tucked in. I, I, get getting gents. tuckered out. I, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give a teaser. Um, All right, and, a teaser. and then we'll, we'll talk more about it next time. So I'll give a teaser on my date and life update. So went on a date with that <laughs> girl. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Just, I'm going to give it to you saying that sentence. I'm going to give a teaser on my dating life. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's awesome. Um, Just going to make sure that people come back with, to listen. With the, with the girl I mentioned and showed you guys the picture of last week. We went out on a Wednesday. Um, went out again yesterday. As a follow up, and I'll leave that cliffhanger there. Oh wow! What a, man. <laughs> what a, what a teaser! <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! What more? To, more to come. I'm very titillated right now. <laughs> Don't you want to know what's gonna come next? Hang on. You really, you really folks. set that up. Hang on, folks. To, to be continued. Sounds pretty unique. I've never heard Buckle of a date starting like that. In. Buckle the fuck in. Yeah, I don't feel like going into the details right now. My brain's oh, God, mushed. You're pathetic. Sleepy brain. Yeah. He, sleepy uh, Mo, dude. We need to now call, sleepy start calling Mo. him Sleepy oh, Mo. Man. Sleepy Mo. That's it. It's stuck. It, yeah, it's I literally, it took me a second to realize that it's not Monday right now because we usually. Yeah, my days are all thrown up. It doesn't feel like a Thursday. There's a football game on right now. Whoa. Whoa. Isn't like half of. Packers to have COVID and half of the 49ers are injured or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So it may not be a good game, but just again, it just made me think, oh shit, it's not like tomorrow's Friday. Like awesome. Yeah. All right. Sign us off, Redbeard. I love you guys. <laughs>